river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 7. So, when last we left you stuff? Yes, when last we left me, I had built a temple to Avatar. Mm-hmm. At immense and tremendous expense. That was literally when we closed out, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, le- we had um, kingdom events. Um, Lady Jerabeth turned... Um, uh, touring yep. with the playwrights, um, the Desnarians, um, sulking over the fact that I haven't buried Candlemere yet, even though they're the ones that are actually getting what they want. First thing you were doing, if you remember from after the game last time, was you gain a point of relationship with um, Michaela. In Michaela, yes, I having, remember that. Having satisfied three of your long-term deals. Yes. Could I have a pin? If you must. dislikes as opposed to the seeing stuff. So what do you have at the moment? Um, I have literally um, likes classy alcohol yep. and dislikes large groups which yep. is just so much more troubling now. Yep. Uh, so you have completed keep three promises made to your backers. <laughs> You've gotten every one of hers thus far. <laughs> Um, 
the um, like that you will get of her is having spent this much time interacting with her um, you will notice that um, particularly in the context of this um, she, she's very much about keeping your word and that kind of thing um, she herself has served in this relationship with Eldest Thorn as, as its sort of vassal for quite some time you know very loyally and he's treated her the same way um, she, she was a bit upset that he hadn't told, told her, her what about, he'd sussed out about yeah. Riverwind politics and things Yeah, uh, her, her like is loyalty basically oh nice a thing of special um Kale can relate to that and her dislike yeah. is too many questions yeah 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 Kaelin's hardly asked her any yes nonetheless <laughs> you, you don't need to have done it wrong to get that answer yeah it's really about having built the relationship up to that extent mm-hmm. oh, okay and that's that done and dusted? Yep. And then we were coming back in on um, whatever it is that you want to do now. Yes. So you have built your Abadarian temple and the villagers rejoice. Yes. Because they, they knew that it generated minor magic items for them and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think they were wrong. Um they were happy that the kingdom would go ba- either go bankrupt building it or let the Avalarians down and get ourselves all into terrible trouble given we've already spent their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, all sorts of big fancy new temple and everyone likes those. Uh, so, uh, it is the about the Verodius 4715, mm-hmm. which I make a year since our last Founders' Day celebration for the, uh, and the last month of the that is, anniversary. That is correct. Exactly correct. Yep. Next month will be the first month of year three, technically. Yep. So um, it has now been two months since I went adventuring. Mm-hmm. So I would be inclined to go adventuring this term. Yep. So actually, it is. It is, it is no, no one has any dispute with that. Yep. It is. Um, I. Yep, Kaelin has effectively given some time for his whole I started a war with lizard folk thing to, to blow over. <laughs> obviously the Go war, down Fetcher and get the army ready. Yeah, and the, yeah, obviously the war itself hasn't blown over, but you know, the, you know, he, he didn't want to go down there and start another war. <laughs> he wanted to give that some time. Yeah, o- on the other hand, um, the information you will get um, through some combination of Svetlana and um, Goody Niska, who are the two people who report to you what the people are thinking kind of thing. Yeah. What the people are thinking openly and what the people are thinking quietly. Yeah. Is that, you know, generally speaking, people are quite happy with the adventuring king. They're quite happy with the conception that King Caelan is badass enough to go physically kill a bunch of things. Mm. Um... You have actually bought back either several valuable resources directly or, you know, news of several valuable expansion sites and that kind of thing. Cool. And, you know, I did start off the war by rescuing human child from yes. lizard folk, which is presumably, you know, there is an argument that if you tolerate this... <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even past that, you've made um, agreements with the Dryad and the Nixie to protect the land and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. 
So yes, it did. Yes, and um, killed um, killed all Crackjaw and Hell of the North, and generally make the realm a safer place. Yep. And I may not have done anything about her Grolka yet, but I know he's down there now, which mm-hmm. is a plus. And killed that random hermit. Hey, he was a danger to society. I could tell by the way he tried to poison me and then tried to ambush and murder me. That was my first clue that he might have been a danger to society. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um... Kingdom turn. Yep. So, let me find my kingdom stuff. So, are you doing a kingdom turn or are you going adventuring? I am doing both, because that is my traditional want. Yep. Is that I do the kingdom turn in the first um, seven days. Sometimes it gives me something I need to go adventuring about, so I like to do I like to do that first, and it also means I don't run out of king, uh, run out of myself out of turn by getting stuck somewhere adventuring. It's probably going to be quite a meager kingdom turn though, as I did just spend all our build points. I don't actually know how much of our build points I spent lots. All the build points. Holy crap, I've got a lot left over. Alright. Keep in mind you would have spent and then generated. Yeah, and um, I got a bunch of boosty, um, I got a bunch of b- bonus to the economy style things. Mm hmm. Uh, right, yes, and, the, um, I, and I got a bunch of de unresting things as well. Even though I've got something which is generating ongoing unrest, I don't have any unrest at the moment. Yep. Okay. So yes, a kingdom turn for the month of Aridus. Um, I presume we have a founding day s- celebration, but Me it's too. but it's just kind of an off-screen one as opposed to the, uh, a big role-playing event. Because I can see you wouldn't want to run that every year. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, y- you know, if I had a particular scene to set there. Yeah. But can like ask a couple of questions. Yes, you can. Do we have a big drinking... Do we have a big um, party... Do we have a big village party style thing like last yeah, year? Yeah, pre- pretty much the same sort of thing as cool. last year. You know, slightly different games and events, but... Um, do people from other kingdoms come? Yes. Uh, you get... Um, you get Van and... Um, uh, Maester Pedrod again, um, who has come to see Tristan and, you know, discuss the findings he's made over the last year and the findings Tristan's made. Yeah. And, you know, they, they debate about the tower endlessly. Yeah, yeah. Caelan um, no, tries not to be in the uh, Unsurprisingly, um, Maester Pedrod is on, um, kind of on Tristan's side. Yeah, yeah. Which one's Maester Pedrod? Uh, he was the magister who was um, researching Cyclopean ruins. Oh, that's Mar-Hon. right. He's, Trist- he's, um, he's Tristan's Vans, Vans magister. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, yes, you will get um, no visitors from Mivon this time, but you get uh, not really an apology from the Noritanians, so much as an acknowledgement of, you know, happy yeah. Founders Day kind of thing. Yeah, a, a friendly diplomatic message. Um, do we get a guy from Fort Draylev? Uh And if so, is it the same prick that Kevin had to not murder last time around? Uh, no, you get a different fellow from Fort Draylev from Fort Draylev this time. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, uh, can your kingdom roll me a stability check? Oh, awesome. <laughs> a prose of nothing in particular, I take it. Okay. That's my spying, right? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, spying is poor. 
possibilities of somatic succeeding away. enough. Um, I failed by three. Even with zero unrest, three isn't quite the result I was looking for. Get the attentions this time of a lady Quintessa Murray, um, who uh, presumably serves some sort of official function in Draylev's kingdom, but she's pretty damn vague about what. Yeah. Um, a- as is like Draylev will have sent her with a couple of guards on the yeah. of introduction style of thing. Um, unlike the last guy you had, she is actually you know polite, charming, you know beautiful, attentive, etc., etc., etc. And, you know, from all appearances, spends some time at the fair being, you know, comparatively polite to people. She's clearly here as a foreign diplomat. Cool. Okay, Carolyn thinks he knows where this is going. Um, Carolyn makes a deliberate point not to be alone with her. He will hang out with her and be polite and so on, and be polite and civil, but he will do so in the company of others. Fair enough. Um... Helen feels this is an attempt to solve his girlfriend problems, and much as he appreciates Hannah's Drelev's thoughtfulness. Um, and Michaela will basically have a quiet word in your ear if you haven't picked up on it separately. Um, this, uh, the, the, the lady is actually, you know, comparatively keen to speak to you alone kind of thing. Yeah. You know, she would quite like to have several quiet moments with, with the king. Yeah. Unfortunately, matters of state. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, this is the sort of thing you can easily blow off. Yeah. And but yet she doesn't burn anything down or insult you or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Very pleasant in comparison to other um, other diplomats we've had. Sweet. And your festival goes off fine. Uh, you have some some envoys from the various kingdoms, Brivoy included, at this point. Oh, cool. We didn't get them. Last you you time. basically get a convoy of knights coming down. Cool. Awesome. Maybe we can have like some pitch battles and some, some tour days and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. we can have a tour day and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you know we've got a fancy. Elsterist is getting a bit fancier now. Not that it didn't always have a few fancy buildings, but anyway. Yes. Still, don't think I've, I think I still haven't gotten around to building it in. But you know, such is life. No, no, you have gotten in. Ah, right. You've gotten in. I'm pretty sure it's an Elsterist where shop works. Ah, yes, he that's right. That's right. Yes, we do. Because that was where Gregory was staying when yes. he insulted the hell out of you. Yes, yes, I remember Gregory. I was like, it's not Gregory, is no, it? Because no. I told him what I did then if he ever showed his face in the kingdom again. No, but but I assume you've made no official inquiries of Baron Drelov about, hey, we had this guy, Gregory, what do you know? Um, no, I sent him, I think, I'm pretty certain I sent the diplomatic communication to Drelov, letting him know that Pytax had tried to frame him. Right. 
Yeah. Um, you know, very on the quiet. Yeah. Yeah, so you never got a, a response of any yeah. kind from that. I didn't really expect to because it's kind of a mission he got played and, you know, I got played, but, you know, everyone knows I'm a W, whereas, you know, he clearly considers himself to be more intelligent than the rest of us. Okay. Um, yep, so that's all, that's all good. We have found this day, and then um, I would like a kingdom turn, and then a private scene with Brim, and then I can potentially go adventuring, depending on what happens in these these things. Yep. Kingdom turn, kingdom turn. There's whatever kingdom turn. Where the hell is it? I don't know. Because I put it somewhere else. King of Her. Uh, Rolf Stability. Right. Yeah, I'm changing dice again. Uh, I failed by two. Okay. Uh, Unrest, your unrest increases by one. Yep. So I gain a point of unrest. Yep. People are talking about how good, you know, how, how rich and prosperous Fort Rayleigh is. Yep. <laughs> of course they are. Uh, pay consumption? Uh, it's, it's still five. Yep. I hear they have some, some fine devotions to Abadar. Yeah. Uh, Phil vacant magic item slots. Ooh, I've got two. Both minus. Mm-hmm. So, one in four watch and one in elk stress, which have different economy stats, uh, which is probably just going to be a real pain in the ass to you, isn't it? Uh, I, I have a pretty rough idea. You know, okay. when they start to. Like the cheap stuff, like potions and that, you can trivially afford. Yeah. Um, the stuff that gets—I know you can't possibly afford the fifty thousand dollar ones. Oh, okay. And when we get to other things, I'll just ask the question. Yeah. Um, you should have more surely, though, because your temple is producing two. Oh, the temple's got two magic item slots. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, I'm sure I can't remember the thorn. Yes, you're quite right. Three magic, two magic item slots in thorn. Watch one in Alex Rest. Yep. So. I think we will start with Elk's Rest as the um, yep sounds the, good. the capital city. Yep. Uh, gets a potion of dark vision. Okay. Okay. And the um, Temple of Abadar and Thornwatch produces a potion of bark skin and a potion of enlarged person. Ooh, potion of bark skin. Boosts your natural armor bonus, right? Correct. Feeling not wearing a natural armor booster. It, it stacks with everything. I love potions. Of, okay, Kaelin wishes to purchase the potion of bark skin. Yep, it's 150 gold halved. Cool. So, a little spell. Um, can I have the calculator, please? Eliminating you it. Cool. Um, Right. 
he is not interested in an, um, a large person, nor, unsurprisingly, is he interested in dark vision. Is anybody else interested in either of those? Uh, not compellingly. Cool. Alright, so... People who are sufficiently broke, they don't... Yeah, yeah, I know. know the feeling. Alright, I really need to... Um, am I getting close to my next level of curiosity? I'd have to look it up. That's which right. I can do if I need to, but... No, no, that's alright. I, I guess, um, let me rephrase my question... Are you um, keeping an eye on when I'm getting yes. toward... Uh, you know I'm not particularly close, so you, you know I'm not close enough that it's worth checking. I'm hearing stop and check it. Uh, Is no. that what you're trying to tell me? No, I, uh, uh, I, I'm asking, I, it's all under control. I'm asking, is it all under control? Yes, I have some idea what I'm doing. Cool. I don't need to be questioning that, does it? Mm-hmm. Is that the, the, does that answer the question? That does asking? answer the question. Alright, uh... Okay, um, so, the potion of bark skin is used up. Uh, Brim actually will take that dark vision when I'm thinking about it. Cool. Alright, um, what I will do is just leave the large person in there for now. It seems vaguely useful and someone may want it next month. Yep, so... I have just been looking up how this works style of thing. Yep. Oh, basically, you've got yay slots um, sitting on your character sheet. Oh, my town sheets, yes. Yep. Um, and, um... So each one generates a thing. Um, so basically, you've, you've got three slots available in the town, yeah. which will fill up every turn if any of them are empty. Yeah. Um, you can attempt to empty them with economy checks. Yeah, but every um, Which is basically you get one free, yeah. and then after that you start potentially twiddling your economy. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm not going to use my free one this turn. Those are actually three quite yep. nice potions, and I don't mind leaving a large person on the table and seeing if anyone's a bit less poor next month. By all means. Uh, and yes, Kaelin is very happy to purchase a potion of bark skin. He likes his AC boosters for yep. things he knows going in are going to be horrible fights. Particularly on the cheap. Pay uh, consumption, magic items, uh, modify unrest, which uh, is the use the royal enforcer and things. Um, There's also stuff about if your unrest is past X point yeah. or your stats um, or whatever. I could potentially pull it off, but no, I don't think so. Uh, assign leadership. Uh, so unlike last month, we're not mucking around with that. This month, we've yep. changed our we've changed our council for the last for the last time for the next little while. Yep. Clan of abandoned hexes. Uh, no, I'm going to have enough on my place economy wise. Build terrain, build terrain improvements, build settlements, buildings, etc. Okay. Um, let me consider my. The things that I'm thinking about... Fill with your armies and adjust your edict little. Yep. Um, could you get me the army rules? One of the things I'm contemplating doing is buying my armies and stuff. Yep. Regular old shop is 8BP. A... 
and it was six VP for closing candle beer, correct? Uh, at the for, cheap at one. At the cheap one, yes. You were letting not do that this month. Uh, yeah, that was my original plan. That was before I found out that we were um, meefling about it on a monthly basis. Yeah, but remember you've also got to put a counsellor on it? Yes, I do remember that. Um, but I presume... Um, but because like, the counsellor I'll be sending is Goody Niska, she doesn't change my kingdom stats. Right, fair um, enough, yep. I can, um, however, um, I'm happy to say I do that next month. No, no, if it doesn't affect the, the checks you've already rolled, yeah. that's fine. Cool. What you can't do is roll all of the checks except the in economy one and then go, now I send the people that yes. have been making these checks for me down to build the thing. No, I'll leave Candlemere to, I'll, I'll stand by my word and leave Candlemere to the first of next month. No, 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 I'm, there's no reason to hold off at this point. No, nope, I'm going to do it. Yep. Okay, so the three things I wish to buy. Yep. Um, I want to buy Oliga General Store yep. um, in Elk's Rest. Um, I want to do the cheap option with Candlemere and send Goody Nesca down for the month. Yep. And I want to um, buy my army masterwork armour. Yep. Yeah. So put Candlemere as the last one on that list because it's going to be the most complicated. Yep. So... Um, Alright, and then um, lastly, Candlemere. Okay, so Goody Niska basically takes a moderately sized crew, still a moderately sized job, you're looking at it, about 20 labourers down there, style of thing. Yeah. Um, pretty much all men. Hell, uh, <laughs> they'll be grouchy when they come back up. Um, you get basically periodic reports back. Um, after about the first week, you get a report back that um, that, that progress is is going ahead. Starting at the bottom most room, the um, one that had the gateway in it, they're sealing that up first. Yeah, and then uh, building up from there. Yeah. Um, because essentially at this point this would be comparatively simple if you had an actual cement mixer that you could just take down there and pour it in until you were done but of course not really medieval fantasy universe you don't have the technology for it yeah um but she reports that basically they are bricking it that they what they are essentially doing is bricking it up by virtue of uh, deliberately false caving it in, getting a huge pile of rocks and lugging them down there one by one, essentially. Yep. Um, and then they're going to fill it up with muck and crap and try and cover it up as best they can. Um, after about the first week, you get a report back that um, the, the men are terribly unhappy with the working conditions. Um, they generally, the, the assessment is generally the place is haunted. Yeah. Um, they have not been attacked by, but have seen signs of will-o'-the-wisps around, style of thing. Yeah. Um, generally, everyone is unhappy and complaining. As a consequence, she's not actually asking you for permission for this so much as just telling you she's already done it. Yeah. Um, she has taken down there a few of the um, a few of the men's wives, um, and a couple of. Um, I'm just wondering how this would be put in a communique to the king. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of young w- women of negotiable affection? Yeah, pretty much. 
She's, she's basically taken stuff. a couple of prostitutes down there to make them end less grouchy. Yeah, good stuff. But but would never phrase it that way when talking to you. Yeah. So it, it's actually probably not even a woman of negotiable affection so much as, you know, she's sent for a few young women with town with the skills to calm the men style of thing. Yeah. And leave it to you to conclude whether that's by fancy cooking or other methodologies. Yeah. You know, if you actually cared to poke it, you could very easily track down what was going on by yeah. of who these women are. Taylor mm-hmm. doubtlessly knows all the prostitutes in town by name. Or something. Thanks. Anyway, um, but but yeah, she reports that it is actually progressing and happening, and there's no particular problem. Cool. Um, and. Because your Spymaster role is empty. <laughs> You are just going to get blindsided by this. That's fair. That's what I get for being a munchkin and um, sending the spy master down. Um, so, so the first you hear about this is um, yeah. The first you hear about this is literally on the outskirts of Elk's Rest. Um, a uh, an army would be too strong. A platoon has shown up um, of knights of the knights of the holy orders of Aristotle. Okay. Um, li- literally a, um, a a platoon. The, you you know who they are essentially. They're basically soldiers of the church. Yeah. So the the Aristotelian Church's private army, I guess. Yeah. You know, a, a small. When I say platoon, I mean like twenty soldiers. Yeah. I mean thousands of people. Yeah. Um, and they literally march straight into the middle of town. Um, and can you roll me a flat D twenty for a luck check? Uh, Eighteen. Okay. So. Conveniently, you are around. Yep. Um, and can basically um, head this off before it goes anywhere. Before they start doing anything other than marching into, they march into town, and this is an event that draws your attention immediately because Caitlin happens to be about and accessible at this point. Yep. So someone comes up to you and says, "Um, yep, so such a nice shiny armor." So Caitlin will go over to see them, you know, relatively promptly. Yep. Um, and the like pretty much straight away yeah the leader um, stops and salutes you he is a human man with the big huge you know majestic bushy moustache ah, yes. style of jobby um, fairly well built etc etc um, and is wearing bright shining armour with the holy symbols of Aristotle on it um, you would recognise basically from the uh, what you, you call it the heraldry that he carries with him uh, he himself is, a pal- is declaring himself to be a paladin of Aristotle. Right. Not a knight of thorns, which is a, a, a similar but separate concept. Yeah. Uh, an actual paladin of the paladin class style of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he salutes you with a big clanking clunk of... Um, yeah, let's say Kaelin is in his plate mail. His plate mail also has symbols of Aristotle on it. Obviously, in his case, they do not declare him to yeah. be a paladin. They merely um, declare him to be dedicated to Aristotle in some fashion. Um, he uh, addresses you um, 
Bowles is here um, clearly recognises you instantly, or yeah. you've probably got crown on for this anyway. Yeah, I, mean, I will. There's a reason I carry it in my saddlebags, it's so I can fish it out for the occasions such as this. And he quite formally, uh, King, King Strongarm, or, well. Yeah. People, people call kings by their first name mostly. Yeah. He would call King, King, King Caelan of St- King Caelan of Stagthorn. I am Sir Frederick March of the Holy Order of the Holy Orders of Aristotle. Uh, hey. honor, honored to meet you, Sir Frederick. I presume there's a problem. He then looks slightly awkward. I would fain to speak. I would fain to speak with you in private. Right. Um, come this way. And I will take him into the inn, which would, you know, just standing nearby and, you know, book us a private room, essentially. Um, but I will first ask him if, you know, where he wants to station his men in the interim. Um, he says, he again looks quite awkward. Yeah. It's just that they will remain where they are for the moment. Alright. We'll take him upstairs immediately, take him into a private room immediately. Um. And he continues to look quite awkward and out of place here. Yeah. Um, and he takes you into the room and he says, I had the pleasure, I had the pleasure of being down with representing Bravoy at your Founder's Day. So do I recognize him? Uh, he didn't introduce himself to you because he wasn't one of the, um, Actual diplomats. He was just a knight right. following that. But but you, if you think about it, you might recognise having seen some guy at the back with the big heavy moustache. Yeah. Ah uh, 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 yes, I rec- I remember. Um, and there I saw someone I recognised. There is no easy way to say this. I am led to understand that your High General is Akaros Ismort, formerly of the Paladins of Aristotle, which you know. He uh, doesn't follow up with that. Yeah. But. Uh, yes, that's correct. Your Majesty, this man is wanted for several crimes. I'm aware. And both his eyebrows go up at that. You are? He told me something of his past when we were talking privately. You are perhaps not aware of how he came to enter my service? I am not, no. I understand he has been a part of your kingdom since its beginning three years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. I. He was at one time under the employ of the Stag Lord, a uh, bandit who was um, had assembled a substantial army and um, was menacing these parts. Uh, having sent several times for assistance for Brevoy, which was unaccountably delayed in arriving, I um, found myself in the pickle of um, taking a picked fort of um, thirty uh, above thirty men at arms with the. Um, four men and women I had under my command at the time. And and Akaros elected to take arms take arms with me and assist us. 
likely if we hadn't, we may we may well not have made it back out alive. Afterwards, when I um, asked him if he was interested in entering his service more formally, he told me of his past experiences in the service of Aristotle and how he came to lead, how he came to lead that service and what his actions had been. To my shame, I must concede that he was one of the Holy Order, called to the higher grace of Peladon Hood by the hunter, a gift he most firmly rejected. This makes the situation awkward. I had hoped that you were unaware of his past crimes. I take it you were here seeking to arrest him then? And he rummages round in his satchel bag and pulls out um, what is, and and rolls out what is clearly a formal order style of thing. Yeah. um, Stamped and signed by various symbols and that kind of thing. And signatures that you, like you're not that heavy a churchgoer, you might or might not recognise as some of the higher priests and clerics. The thing is, I'm I'm a churchgoer on a much lower level than I suspect that this guy, you know, the. And and really in Bravoy only uh, only out, out of the you know local church that attended Elder Thorn's estate, and probably several local churches on the way through Bravoy with the band, Raiders. I have come to request permission. I have come to request your permission to arrest him and take him back to Bra- take him back to Bravoy for trial, and a trial and likely imprisonment. I I was afraid of that. Short pause while I dig up the stack from his cabinets. So, um, can you make me a quick, uh, I think what the, the sort of legal expertise role would be? In flat intelligence check? Knowledge, nobility, and royalty? Um, yeah, I would think flat intelligence. I'll actually take knowledge and ability in order if that serves. Cool. Um, I think it's a bit of a draw, but um, I've got a thirteen. Okay. So you have knowledge a, and ability. You, yeah. you have a quick look through this paper. This yeah. paperwork. Um, it's it's like a thick formal yeah. warrant or arrest style thing. Yeah. Um, at, at a glance. It appears to be basically a legal warrant for his arrest on behalf of the church as its own independent entity, yeah. um, as recognised by the nation, the, the Church of Aristotle of Brevoy, yeah. where these crimes have been committed. Yeah. Um, however, Akaroth basically has diplomatic immunity at this point. There is nothing in this compelling or even requesting you to hand him over. Yeah. Um, they have come down here to arrest him, but they can only do so with either your permission or by direct force. Yeah. Alright. Um. And that's, that's just what you get out of, you know, flick, yeah. flick, flick through three pages. Yeah. You could sit down and actually read through it properly or whatever. Yeah. I will, um... 
um, say to him that I would um, like to have my um, my um, advisors diplomats yep. my diplomat um, review the documents and if he's alright with it I want to send a boy to fetch Michaela I understand my concern your majesty is that is that Akaros has prepared has been prepared to flee once to a life of banditry to escape justice I would prefer not to see him have the opportunity to do so again hence the presence of my men in your town aye I did notice them I would and again he looks kind of awkward request that you place Akaros in custody pending a, a conclusion to this matter Or that you grant him to our temporary custody, pending a conclusion to this matter. I'm prepared to offer you one of two choices. You and I can discuss this matter now, or I can um, have have someone fetch Michaela and Michaela only, and the three of us can talk it over. Uh, over. I'm not at this time prepared to place Akaros under arrest. As you wish. He doesn't push the point any further. Cool. I will have a page boy. I am not endeavouring to... Uh, the message quite explicitly yep. um, says, uh, ask Michaela to come to the inn. Yep. And yep. it doesn't contain well, any... On the other hand, there are 20 shiny, heavily armoured knights standing... Yeah, I imagine um, Akaros is neither blind nor deaf. <laughs> but um, I am not placing him under arrest at this juncture. Okay. And Michaela comes in... Um, you send a messenger, Michaela comes in 20 minutes later, style of thing. Yeah. Um, having received the messages to what's about, she has come in her sort of quite heavy regalia. Yeah. Um, dressed as, dressed the diplomat in her yeah. nice dress and all this sort of thing, veil over her face and that kind of thing. And she comes in, ah, so much. A pleasure to meet you. You know, offers her hand and yeah. he kisses it regularly and they sit down and, and talk niceties briefly, yeah. sort of thing. And she says, you, you will excuse me if, if I review the documents at His Majesty's pleasure. She begins to sit down. And I see. I wonder, Sir Mark, if you would grant if you would grant us the, the privilege of a few moments, and again he nods and says, of course, yep. and, and exits the room. And she bites her tongue and sort of rolls her eyes and swears quietly yeah. under her breath kind of thing. Ah. Well, this is unfortunate. I can surmise the details for you. Their arrest warrant is valid and in order. They have the right to arrest them if we choose to hand him over. If not, there will be a diplomatic incident, but they have neither the authority nor the weight of arms to force us to do so, nor, I suspect, the interest. I... It's, uh... We looked into this from a legal standpoint with regard to the children of the West, and I think with regard to Chris... If I recall correctly, with regard to Crystal and Akros as well, we don't have an extradition treaty with Brevoy. We have... No, we have no diplomatic obligations to hand over any prisoners of any kind, let alone our council members. However, she and she flicks to the relevant page, you will be interested to note that their version of events does not substantively match that which Akaros has given us. And I will look at their version of events. Um, 
So he has told you um, that he has um, basically freak, freaked out and uh, was was sleeping with someone's wife. Yeah. Um, got caught doing it. Um, went in, it, into essentially embraced his barbarian rage yeah. and killed the shit out of the guy. Yeah. Then fled before it, before he could be arrested. Style of thing. Yeah. That is the story as he has told you. Yeah. Uh, as here, um, he is wanted for various unspecified crimes of banditry in the River Kingdom. It was literally yeah. the stuff that you were fighting uh, yeah. for. Yeah, I knew about that. Um, for um, one count of murder um, yeah. of her husband. Yep. Um, another count of murder of her and a count of rape against her. Ah. Neither of which you've been told about. Yep. So that that's where the accounts differ, and that's what Michaela will bring to light as she reads through this. Well, that's worth knowing. I didn't occur. I didn't think I should have read the document more carefully. It didn't occur to me. Um, I mean, what he told me on's bad enough, certainly for a paladin, and really for anyone. And um, he's at the moment or not, murder's murder. Particularly of an unarmed man, it's not a um, it's not a very equivocal sort of matter. Yeah, and, and rape as well. Yeah. Yes, but the um, the uh, the matter of the murder of the woman, like if she's dead now, no one can take her testimony on whether she consensually had sex uh, with him or not. Whereas... That's by her testimony. Oh, she is charged with rape by she, she he's charged with rape by her. And, and with then some... charged, as accounted for by the temple guards, murdering her. Right. And murdering the husband. Oh, right. <sighs> so, uh, she's essentially given her dead witness to that. Yeah. Well, that does put a different complexion on it. To my own mind, I'm bound by my agreement with regards to the murder of the man and crimes of banditry. I'm bound by my agreement with Akaros when he took this council position the understanding was that I would see to it that um, if he chose to take up a position where people might spot him that he wasn't arrested and dragged back from Brevoy understood for the crimes that he told me of I would like to have a bit more information about the crimes he didn't tell me of though what is it that you wish to do that's an excellent question What I'd like to do is talk to Akaros privately about it, but um, we have 18 stone paladin standing between us and the door. So March has exactly the amount of authority that you choose to grant him, no more and no less. They, I would consider it incredibly unlikely for an order of Aristotle to start violence, in, start violence uninvited in the streets. Aye. You may rely upon them to uphold, you may rely upon them to uphold the law. I think my thought is to tell, invite Sir March back in and to tell him that um, I'm unwilling to release Zacharos to him at this stage, given our prior, my prior agreement with Akaros, 
but that I would like to find out more about the crimes that he's charged with and the order's account of, this, of events as they stand. So let us invite Sir March and his men to stay for a few days while we assess the situation, perhaps? That sounds like as good a resolution as we're going to get. Okay. Uh, uh, and then we need to go talk to Akros right away. And you bring Sir March back in, you tell him this. He yeah. nods. And regrettably, I... I Regrettably I, must ex- regrettably, I must accept this judgment for the moment. I have no wish to unduly inconvenience you or Stagthorn any more than is already already must occur. Gives you a bow. Yep. And you go off to find Akaros. Yep. Um, so March and the co do not come with you unless they're invited to do so. They absolutely are not. <laughs> um, at this point, he will... He, he will again reiterate his plea to place Akros under custody so he can't yep. flee. You again decline. Yep. And he then brings his men off the street. Yep. And actually into the inn proper. Yep. And starts settling. Yep. Um, and at this point, can you roll me a kingdom loyalty check? Where's Akros? <laughs> Possible, I have too many pieces of paper. Uh, I make the DC on my Kingdom Loyalty check. Okay, so Akaros has not already fled. Yep. Because failing that is essentially he doesn't believe in either your word or your ability to protect it, one of the two. and yeah, Pacaros is not that slow he's not much for missing catches um, when you knock on the door to his home you hear you you hear back who is it and what do you want it's Kalen and Michaela we want to come in come in doors open we will enter. Yep. And Akaros is standing there in full battle armor with his sword out. Yep. Actually, ready to go. Yep. Kaelin is incidentally at this point fully, although he doesn't have any weapons out, he is in fact in his plate, fully yep. armed in his Sir Clancer lock backpack and all. Yeah. Um, Akaros has uh, a... Representing not a belief that Akaros will stab him, but a mere prudent desire to... Um, be well prepared if uh, should unexpectedly Long, come. Longbow out actually knocked um, he he's not hasn't got it trained on you, but he's yep. got it to hand and pulled ready to fire should you come through the door with so much behind you style yep. of thing. Uh, that once he sees that you are not yep. um, and you shut the door behind you, he will relax a bit and put the bow sheet the bow again. Um, yeah. uh, been expecting this one. Been expecting this one since I saw the shinies get come into town. I, it's you. You have come for right enough. We're going to have a problem. Prefer not to. The understanding between you and me, E, was that you'd not be um, troubled with the crimes you told me of. Uh, um, the um, murder of whatever his name is and. Yeah. Um, 
any acts of general banditry that may have been committed during the River Kingdoms in your employ under the Stag Lord. I can't say um, uh, uh, the um, um, paladin chap that wrote in the town's pleased by that, but he's no legal standing to disagree with it. The uh, only challenge really is the um, list of crime, the charge sheet's a bit longer than the crimes you told me of. Ah. <laughs> he sort of wilts a bit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. I'd like to talk over somewhat. What are they charging me with? It's the matter of the murder of the woman. And apparently her and her alleged rape. And he swears violently, turns around and just punches what his gauntleted fist like into yeah. the wall of his house and there's a crack of wood. Yeah. Now that's a goddamn lie. I never laid a hand on her that she didn't want laid a hand on her. Rosalia was just... <sighs> she didn't want the scandal? It was one thing to be sleeping with the fine man. It was one thing to be sleeping with a, sleeping with a good man who's a lot more handsome and, let's face it, a lot better in bed than her damned husband. But as soon as he comes along and finds out, what does she then start saying? Oh, no. No, I knew nothing of it. No, I had nothing to do with it. No. Rape, rape, she says, flagging her arms, waving her, waving her arms. Now, I never, never laid a hand on her that she didn't want laid on her. I swear. And she turned around right in front of everyone, spat in my face, called me a rapist. What? How's a man supposed to react to that? Would you like sense motive, Jeff? Uh, yes, yes I would. Fifteen. Um, so Michaela gives you a little nod and you think this as well. Um, he's, this is clearly a big hot button issue for him. Yeah. Um, he's not actually all that angry about it anymore. It's it's clearly something that he's put behind him. Um, but he's not telling you any lies as far as he sees the situation. And um, so I will actually... I so that was what I thought... That was what I thought... That was what I figured on about that allegation. What did you do? What happened to her? She... Uh. Got to understand, they came. It wasn't quite that he came home and caught us uh, in the middle. It was that he saw us through a window, waited quietly till I left, then dragged her up to the temple. How much of it was her idea and how much of it was mine. All I knew. So I was settling in for my day's duties and this bitch shows up spits in my face right in front of Aristotle and everyone the merchants the paladins everyone I'd grown up with everyone I'd trained with and tells them right to my heart tells them right to my face that I'm a rapist and and, and I could see them looking at me and they were going to take her word for it even though the bitch was lying 
got angry, got real angry. I drew my sword. My husband drew his knife. First shot went into her. Second one went into him, like I said. This is somewhat the story he's told you with her and added to yeah, it. He didn't tell me about the hurt part. Got out of there before anyone could even react to it. What was I supposed to do? Just sit there and take that, go to jail, get get imprisoned or worse on her word? And Aristotle. Communities and family. He did nothing to, to protect me from this. I think running was the smart move in that circumstance. I think when you look back on it, maybe killing them not such a smart move. Yeah. But. Well, in retrospect. <laughs> But you were shocked and you lost your temper. And you told me fair enough that you lost everything for it. I wish you'd been up front with me from the get-go about it. But you told me a fair amount of the you told me a fair amount of what happened. Look at it from my point of view. You weren't you weren't the king then, you weren't Caelan, you weren't someone I knew, you were just some dumb half-orc. He, he stops, thinks about what he's actually saying, and a slightly rebo-frack Ross then nods, like, sorry. But <laughs> it won't be some, the first time I've heard it. Some mercenary killing in the wilderness here to do the right thing. Now, how do you think you would have reacted if I'd walked up to you and said, Hi, I'm Akaros Ismort, rapist and murderer, shaking your hand. Would do you think you'd have stabbed me first, or first before or after you'd killed the stag lord? It was after that we'd killed the stag lord that he told me the rest. Yes, you could have told me the whole then, but we still didn't know very well, each other very well, and I understand you didn't. Why you didn't? That's true. Actually. That's that's GM forgetting all events yeah. rather than Akaros. Yeah, no, that's right. But um, the the point is still valid. I've yeah, known yeah. him literally a day. His point is basically that you know he didn't feel you'd have taken well to him introducing himself as hi, rapist and multiple murderer. Yeah, although the rapist part technically isn't true. No, but if he was telling you the whole story, you know, he'd be telling you I was accused of rape, but it wasn't true. Take, so my, I take my word for it, please. Then I murdered some people. Yeah, yeah. You can't take hers because I sort of murdered her yeah. after she accused me of it. Well, I can't pretend it's going to make things pretty for us diplomatically, and it is a bit awkward with it being my church and all. But it's nothing, in my view, it's nothing that you didn't tell me. It, it's what you told me of. It's more or less what you told me of, of already. And the way I see it, my agreement with you stands. You took a chance on me when I was just a dumb half walk, walk out of a fortress. What are your motivations for making that call? You, um, is, there's a good chance at least some of us would have gone down in the fight without it. The young um, way Tristram tells it that, um, Albia just about dismembered you before, um, Corwin killed it. If you hadn't, um, been in the fight, it might well have dismembered him instead. 
and been a bit more successful at doing it. I owe you, Akaros. Can't say I'm surprised by that decision. Uh, but I have to say I'm glad to hear it. The family had it's one thing it's one thing to know about it it's another thing when a bunch of shiny thorn hats a bunch of shiny thorn hats show up asking for my arrest well if Brevoy wanted to treat an expedition with us Brevoy should have sent some 20 troops down when I asked for them instead of leaving me, me and the others to do it on our Todd This is about. This isn't about faith. This is about loyalty. Loyalty is important. So, I'll, me and Michaela will go um, tell um, Sir March the bad news. I'd um, take it as a kindness if you would uh, stay put in the vicinity and not go out looking for trouble to left clear town. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere that doesn't have a clear line of sight for that door for a while. <laughs> And if you could uh, refrain from shooting just, you know, anybody who comes a-knocking, at least make sure you know who it is. And he sits back down in his chair, weapons and armour to hand. Yep. And you and Michaela go back to the inn? Yeah, I think what I'll do next is go outside and have a quiet word with Michaela, because she hasn't given the opportunity to, you know, like, I've clearly made my decision, but she can... um, offer me any thoughts on political consequences or repercussions before I actually go talk to Sir March. Yep. So, you head outside. She sighs. So, they will... I I believe what he's telling us. Sir March is correct to some extent. Yet he has no standing. It's... It's a bad business. I... Don't sugar. I don't sugarcoat it. Murdering unarmed civilians is not a thing for any man at arms to be doing, and much less a paladin. But nonetheless, that is a concern of another time and another place. Akaros has served us well for many years. I and well, she stops like this as well as he can. (laughs) She doesn't love Akaros. He's a. He's not an e- he's not a he's not the warmest or kindest of men, and he's not always easy to get along with. But he's been loyal. He's been loyal to me, and he's owed loyalty in, in return. I quite agree. And that was what I thought about the the rape allegation. It's she wouldn't be the first woman to say that when she was caught with a man that she shouldn't she shouldn't have been with. And I can see why he lost his temper. I don't think it was a good move on his part, but I can see why he was angry. <sighs> Any thoughts on um, telling so much the bad news? I suggest we approach it as directly and clearly as possible. Tell him in no uncertain terms that we will not surrender Akros Ismort to his custody and request that, he and his, request that he and his escort leave again as soon as possible. Sweet. There is no merit in being ambiguous about this if you are sure in your decision. And I am. I imagine there will be some political fallout. I would consider it extremely unlikely that Sir March would commit other other murders in a quest to arrest one man. I, I think it unlikely myself. 
Let's go tell him the bad news then. Who uh, go back into the inn? Um, and Sir March is basically sitting around a table with his men. Some of them are, are clearly off duty a bit, having a meal. He, yeah. however, himself is still kind of just sitting around, um, reading through a book while he while he waits. And as you yeah. come in, he puts it away, um, nods to you, and you go off to speak in private, yeah. that style of thing. And looks at the two of you. Do you have good news for me? I'm afraid not. Ah. I made Ekaros's mod an offer of amnesty when he um, when he um, agreed to take service with me against the Stag Lord, and I made it to him again when he agreed to stay in the kingdom. He's given me his private account of the uh, circumstances, as, uh, as, and I consider them covered by that offer. I'm afraid we won't be able to oblige you in this matter. You are harboring a rapist, a twice murderer, and a bandit, not only as a citizen of your kingdom, but openly and knowingly as one of your leaders. He's told me privately that he's innocent of the rape, and I believe him. I do not deny I'm harboring a man who's murdered who's murdered it's two people. And that he had, and that he's been a bandit is well known to me as it was in his bandit it was in the bandit stronghold that I first met him. If it is a question of evidence of, of fairness, I would be happy to accommodate you however I could. We could take you could be a part of his trial, speak as a character witness on his behalf to the work he has done here for the last several years. I could if necessary, bring witnesses here. Perhaps even have the trial conducted under Stagborn's law. I am willing to work with you on this as best I can, as best I can, Majesty. I appreciate that willingness, and I understand your desire to see justice done for your community. But I'm afraid my responsibility is to my own. Without your offer of amnesty I made to Akros, we couldn't have defeated the Stag Lord. And without that, there wouldn't be a Stag Lord today. Brevoy was offered the opportunity to aid us in this matter, and Brevoy made the decision not to. I'm afraid Brevoy's justice will have to take second place to our kingdom's needs. He sort of holds his hands up. Any incidents between you and Brevoy are well out my hands, Your Majesty. Justice is my highest calling. That is what I am here seeking. I understand that. But I'm afraid it's an imperfect world. And sometimes justice comes with too high a price. Is there no chance that you will reconsider this? I'm afraid there's none. Very well. And I have no wish for any further political incidences, instance, violence, or even the possibility of such spilling out of control. I will take my escort and leave again as soon as our horses are rested. I am aware you will not place Akaros into custody, but for his own good, as well as all of ours, I would suggest that you keep him away from this inn for several hours? That will not... Find that fair? 
I find it extremely fair, and I thank you for your patience and courtesy in a difficult and a difficult task. I regret the findings that I have made here today, Your Majesty. I hope you do not come to regret them as well. And he will stand up, give you a you know formal proper bow, uh, which Caitlin will return and basically turn to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going yep. to stop him or interfere with him. And you, you keep an eye on this. Basically, um, he and his men do exactly what he said. They spend two hours yep. watering, watering the horse, watering, resting the horses, etc., etc. They reprovision themselves a bit at your general store. Um, they conduct themselves perfectly and yep. leave without incident. Yeah, I figured they wouldn't um, make trouble of that kind. Lawful versus good. The paladin dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's committed crimes, but you know, trying to drag him out of your kingdom by force of arms is pretty clearly not going to end well for him and Paul. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Yes, his um, correct method now is to go home and sue for diplomatic sanctions against me in the hopes that I'll um, rethink my decision when I discover just how unhappy Ethan Brevoy or the Church of Aristotle is with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you presumably go tell Akaros when they're, yep, when they're long pissed off out of yep. the kingdom. Yep. So um, once they're a few hours down the road, I'll go see Akaros again. Yep. It's Kaelin. Don't shoot me. Aye. <laughs> well, we'll come in. Sir March and his boys are back another uh, um, several hours gone. Good dear. Thanks for backing me up on this. It was what we agreed. Bargain's a bargain. Next time those scaly lizards come in here, we're going to kick their asses again. Absolutely. Alright. And that is your kingdom turn. And that is my kingdom turn, yes. Choose to turn Akaros over to the paladins of Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not one of those feel-good decisions. No. Caitlin um, goes to the, goes into the um, temple of Alcris that night and um, yep. has a quiet conversation with Aristotle. Yep. yep. But there's absolutely no chance that so much is going to start a fight over this. Yeah. It, it would probably be different if he was, you know, a mass-murdering, psychopathic lich style yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. but... There we are. Yeah, it was, it's hard because I hate it when people try and make concessions towards me and I can't make concessions back. Yeah, yeah. But there's just no... There's but, but he's a paladin. He wants to work with you within the confines of the law to see that justice is done. It's yeah. just you don't want that. No. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, you know... Akros told me what he did. I agreed to. I agreed to protect him from the law. I mean, what he did was a little bit worse, but actually, you know, two murders in the heat isn't actually significantly worse than one murder in the heat. Mm-hmm. Once, you, once you've lost your virginity in that regard, once it's really only a bit worse. It's, it's just absolutely covered. I just hadn't really thought through that. Of course, there'd be Peloton's Harris still coming to see him. Yep. It would have been much easier if it had been a yep. straight diplomatic boy out of Brevoy. It's just a question of um, 
with, with many of these things, it's a given that taking them on as counsellors will catch you sooner or later, and then I've literally just rolled when it's going to happen. Yeah. Sooner or later, someone that knows Akaros is going to see him here and put two and two together. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a better thing for him that he's a counsellor than just wandering off to pursue mercenary work somewhere else. I'd have laughed if you, if you failed the loyalty check and he'd run away. <laughs> Well, my chances of failing it weren't very good. <laughs> no, but um, huh? it, it creates an interesting impression. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't trust either your strength of will or your strength of arms to defy the church. Yeah, well, I'm actually impressed he did. I certainly wasn't um, counting on that. I mean, his experience with people keeping his promises, to, keeping their promises to yeah, them, yeah. isn't is, is, well, is very high. He has had two years, you know, mostly off screen of living happily in your kingdom. Yeah, he, he, he does seem like a. You know, I haven't, you know, I haven't had that many scenes except him giving me counselor advice, which tends to be very Akaroshi counselor advice. Kick him in the head. It was certainly a nice chance to see the slightly softer Akaroth, but you know, he's never exactly going to be Mr. Cuddles. <laughs> um, and we will indeed get a report, basically, um, that from from Chief Sutscale. As your royal enforcer, who has actually followed this uh, up. As, the, as, as, f- with, as my marshal? Because Bryn's my royal oh, enforcer. Sorry, yeah. Um, sorry, wrong job title. Yeah. Um, as your marshal, who will actually follow this up, that um, they have indeed basically left the kingdom without incident, just like they said. But he's yeah. literally followed them out. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's legitimate. I mean, they, yeah, sent, yeah. They, they sent a force into, they sent an armed force into my, um, into my kingdom. And, it's and, been a kobold, he's followed them out sneakily and yeah. openly. Yeah, yeah, well, um, if they didn't do too many intelligence checks on my kingdom, they might not really, even if they saw him, they might not realise he's my marshal. And now you are free to go, um, yes, exploring so if you so wish. What I wanted to do was to have a scene with Bryn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, specifically, a um, remarkably clean and brushed Kaelin. Um, he's going to be, um, this is the, um, he's going to have, you know, had a brush, had a fairly thorough brush, and done his best with his hair, which is never that impressive yep. result. He's going to be wearing his nice, he's going to be wearing his leather armour, which has been, you know, freshly polished, and the little metal studs are shiny and so on. Mm-hmm. And he is going to turn up at Bryn, well, Bryn doesn't have a house, does she? Uh, she, she does have a house. That she keeps stuff in and sometimes lives in. Okay, he he will do his traditional. You, you you can actually peg this for um a day, you know, after one of your council meetings where you know she's going to be in the house style of thing. Sweet, um yes, Kaylin will go over to her house a day after the, the bright and early in the morning. Yep. The, the day after a council meeting and um, knock on the door. Yeah, um, she she prefers living out in the wilderness, but she's not a fool. Like, when you have heavy rain and that sort of thing, she comes into her house. Sweet. So, you knock on the door, um, you hear back from her. Ah, Kaylin, come in. Kaylin will come in. She can't see you through the door, but she knows it's you. Yep. Because <laughs> only you sound like that. Yep. Um, and hey, I'm, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my leather armor. I'm sneakier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and she looks you up and down. You're you know buffed, buffed and fine up, fine <laughs> up. So she looks you up and down, slightly curious. She's just you know kind of mat, as matted as ever. Yeah. Uh, you look uh, clean, shiny. 
Is diplomacy afoot? No, see, leather armor. No, I just um, because if it was diplomacy, he'd be wearing the plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she doesn't, you know, see yeah. you make a substantive effort to clean yourself up for no particular reason. So yeah, she's drawing the conclusions that she draws. Yeah, yeah, and it's perfectly logical and awkward because Callum doesn't want to talk about that, so she's going to brush him. I um, I was wondering if you wanted to um spend the day together. I was thinking we could maybe go out and hunt rabbits. He's got his longbow. Um, she thinks about this wrong and sort of looks outside. Checks the sky. Checks the wind. Good day for it. Yes, happy to. But She she looks at you again slightly puzzled. Uh, fluffs a sense motive check. <laughs> um, and Should have saved Bath for after hunting rabbits, <laughs> and just brushes it off as you yep. know you've just done something dumb. Yeah, yeah. She's she's giving you the rational save Bath rabbits and laughs slightly. Yeah, good point. <laughs> All right, come in. Give me a moment. We'll be ready soon. Goes off, and her being this sort of woman, it literally takes her thirty seconds to get ready. Yep. Grab weapons, walk out door. Yeah, cool. She doesn't routinely walk around with all her weapons on while she's in the house, but yeah. she's pretty much good to go at any given point. Yeah. Um, and yes, you head out with her, and this is something you have, you know, done before. It is not, um, it is effortlessly within your skill level, respective yeah. skill levels to go out, hunt down rabbits. Yeah. Because so I basically want to spend a couple of hours, you know, hanging, hanging out, out in the wilderness, hunting rabbits. I, I want to do a scene, but, you know, yeah, after we've after actually... Bell, yes. uh, after after we've So actually hunt rabbits, you know, eventually set up a, a fire, gr- yeah. grill rabbits. Yeah, sitting around your fire, essentially skinning and flipping yeah. them and then grilling them yeah. on your fire. The plan is basically, can we're going to grill the rabbits and, you know, Caitlin's bought some, you know, field cooking style stuff we can have with them style of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... Um, I'm gonna tan the hides as well on the general, general principle of it's um you know it's better it's 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 what you do show respect for the animal style of thing yep because that is actually something that's important to Caitlin as well as Bryn yep so yes so at about the you know Caitlin will you know have the you know the grill, while we're at the, at the fire grilling the rabbits kind of thing so um, there's um. Something I wanted to talk to you about. Gnaws on it. Fish, fish's little rabbit fire gnaws on it. She nods. Speak. I am always listening. I, um... There was a time back when we first met. Uh... Where you rabbits indicated you might be interested in me. It's uh at the time I guess I thought maybe you deserve the chance to see other men that maybe you needed more time to think about it and I didn't know you very well 
You mean when I offered myself to the Alpha? Sat on your chest? Uh, th- barred, barred mine without coverings? That's what I... That's that's what I meant, yeah. Yes, I remember. I... Realised when I was lost in the Fae Kingdoms and after I got back that I care about you a lot. A lot more. Not just as a friend. I would like us to spend time together. Get to know each other better. If you're... If you are still interested. She looks you sort of up and down and I offered myself to you you said no I behaved wrong not the way of of the not the way of the pack in society the way of the pack in the wild should not have approached in that fashion you said no as you should that was the end of it. Now you say different. What has changed? I know you bet. I... With what I believe, um, Aristotle teaches it's important for men and women to know each other well before they spend that time of time together. He teaches that being intimate with each other is something that should happen within marriage. So I understand. For... I... wanted to... At the time, I didn't know you very well. I was... I still wanted to spend time with you. And I I liked you, but I didn't feel I knew you well enough. I feel like I know you better now. But I would think for us, for us to, if we wanted to maybe get married someday, we, I think traditionally we would go on dates and spend time together and get to know each other as two people who might want to get married. And I, what I'm trying to do is, is ask if you want to do that. Stuffs a rabbit in her mouth yeah. and starts noisily chewing it in a in a very I've taken far too big a mouthful and this will take me a good couple of minutes to chew through. Like, Sweet. Um, Carol um, will have a really big bite um, of rabbit and um you know, it's a minute. Uh courting process. Uh Morag took me through it. And so did Tristan. I think I understand why now. <laughs> Kaelin looks, looks fixedly at his rabbit in a very, you know, I couldn't possibly comment kind of way. What about her? Michaela? Or Lillian? Sorry that there's a her, that there's a choice. What about them? 
Lillian, it was... I'm not... I... didn't know what to do when she asked me out. It, it wasn't in my experience. I... spent some time with her. It was a new thing for me. But I realized when I was when I was in the Fey realm when I didn't know if I would get back and then I did get back I realized that she didn't really care about me and that I didn't really care about her. That's I care about Michaela a lot as a friend, and Michaela I care about a lot as a friend. Maybe we could have been, but that's not, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really bad at this. Um, we learn by doing. I have been attracted to both you and Michaela for a while, but you're both attractive women in your own way, and I could care about either of you. But I didn't want to suggest anything to either of you or make a move until I knew my own heart, until I knew what I wanted. It's not proper to lead people on. It was after the Fey Realm that I knew that I cared about you and I already knew that you cared about me. Glad you came back. She sort of nuzzles up against your yeah, arms. Yeah, uh, will at this point put his arm around her. I care about you a lot. I'm sorry I spent time with Lillian, but it didn't go very far and it wasn't what I wanted. And I don't think I was what she wanted. She, she's, she's got a lot going on, but she's not got. I don't know. She's. Some people have lots of different relationships with lots of different people. That's not. That's not my way. That's not what I'm looking for. I think you think I am angry about her? Well, I would be in, in your shoes. You say well, it is a mistake, yeah. something you have learned from. You will not leave me and see her again. Or I will have to hunt. That would not be good. Yeah. yeah no. No. No, that's, that's not my way. You made a mistake. You have learned from it. You have become stronger. There is no blame here. There is no anger. This is the journey. This is life. She... I have strengths that she and Michaela do not. I move silently through woods. I hunt. I fight. I kill. I survive. Michaela moves silently as well. Hunts and stalks. But different battlefield, not the forest in the town, your games politics and queendom she 
outperforms them better. Those are her strengths. Lillian, quick, clever, thrust her breasts up to draw men's attention. Those were her strengths. Use them well. All three of us different. All three of us with different strengths to offer. No need for anger about it. It's... I think any three of you could be a good queen. <laughs> a lot a lot of women could be a good queen. That's not what I'm... What's most important to me is someone who I can care about and who cares about me. Lots of people have been saying I should make a political marriage for an alliance. That's not what I want. The... He clutches his locket, which he has yep. already shown Bryn. I loved a woman once, and I never told her. I never spent time with her. Never got to know her that way. Maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe if I had said something, she would have said no. But I wasn't brave enough to find out. And she will sort of put her hand over yours on the yeah. locket and squeeze it. She says, mm-hmm. Mistakes make us stronger. We learn from them also regret if we don't get a chance to fix them. It's... I... suppose I've... I've spent a long time thinking no woman would want me because of who I am and the way I want and the way I look. Foolish. You are strong. It's... A hard thing to, to get past, but I trust you and I care about you. I think I could care about you more, and I think you care about me. I think you could care about me more. No question. That's what's important. That's what matters to me. That's what. That's what really matters. I think there are things that I, I don't know... I don't know how you'd feel about being queen. It kind of comes with the territory, and I don't know if it's something. I think it's something you could do well, but I don't know if it, I don't know how you feel about that. Not something I know how to do. Not a skill I possess. There are others who would be better for the pack now to take that role. But <clears throat> what I do not know, I will learn. I will become stronger. I will be the best queen in Ostagthorn. It's... You know I'm... The politics, it's not something I'm that good at either. Mm. But there are other kinds of strengths. It's important that people know that Stagthorn is a place they shouldn't come if they want to make trouble. I think between you and I... She nods and growls under her breath. I think most important... I think we can have people to help us with the politics, but I think you and I could make Stagthorn a place that people know if they want to come to trade or if they want to come to stay, that's one thing. But if they want to come to make trouble, maybe they should go pick on some other kingdom. And... We are going to keep Michaela, even though you no longer wish, to, even though you no longer wish to take her to bed. 
I... Yes. <laughs> She's a friend. Understood. I... I do not know what to do next. I tell you I like you. You tell me you like me. Now there is a courting process. I... Well, I don't know how to do it either. But I figure... But, you know, I've never done it before. But I figure between the two of us we can make one up. It has been explained to me. I understand. I am just not familiar with the process, but I will learn as we go. It is like a hunt. I will run. You will chase me. If you're fast enough and strong enough and skilled enough, you will catch me. If not, I will escape. I think I can work with that. And Kaelin will um, snuggle up to her at this point and eat the rabbit. With the air of a man whose, mysteri- whose world has mysteriously not caught fire and yep. a giant fiery explosion despite the real, really eminent I, chance that it should have. I will learn from this process. I will gain new skills, become stronger. I look forward to this courting. You know, Les, I think I do too. And he will steal a bit of her rabbit. It's so different when you talk to someone who just tells you what she thinks off the top of her head without worrying about the greater ramifications in any fashion. Yep. Yep. Kaelin feels like he's made the right choice here. Uh, and you're welcome to make a sense motive check here. If you're so I do, in fact. I would make a diplomacy check for a relationship, but I am actually fully booked on Bryn. Mm-hmm. Cannot do so. Uh, however, I do get a 14 on my sense motive. Okay. So, the, the impression you take away is that you you actually have spent a lot of time worrying over nothing here. Um, Bryn really, really almost gives no fucks at all that you've dated Lillian before her. Yeah. Um, it, the, the, the only thing you will get off her that she hasn't told you directly to your face is this faint sense of smugness of sort of, you know, ha, I win, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, her, her hackles are sort of up. She's in, you know, more, more of a victorious mode. Yeah. Um, but but everything else, she's just told you what she's thinking straight to your face. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yep. No, that's that's fine. That's fine. Helen's good with that. So yes. Yeah. Helen asks for now. He doesn't didn't make that complicated in any way, shape, or form. I'm very happy with that. I feel I nailed the um. I was worried I'd been thinking about it too much and he was going to uh, come off too smooth, but that's cool, that wasn't smooth at all. That's no, exactly, it certainly wasn't. That's exactly how Callum would have handled that. I don't know where you get the idea of how an awkward, you know, nerdy guy looks asking out a girl. <laughs> I actually think you're quite a bit smoother than Callum, but I, I've got to factor in that Callum's in his mid-thirties and has never, it has yep. been on like three, it has been on half a dozen dates with one girl. <laughs> Okay, and that is that. Yes. Early 30s, sorry, not early 30s, but... Do you wish to go adventuring? I do wish to go adventuring. What time is it? It's just passing four. Cool, past four. 
However, I wonder if we want to save the event. I don't know if we want to t- start the adventuring now. I'm perfectly happy to leave off if it's going to hit anything lengthy, but yeah. that's entirely what you're doing. Yeah, so I suppose there's no reason we can't just start the explorer bits now and Correct. just tidy up the paperwork. Okay, well, just give me um, two minutes to reassemble my kingdom sheets. In fact, what I'm going to do, I think, is... I'm going to find all the ships of kingdom that aren't the current sheet of kingdom and put them in the general archive pile. And then that will make this at least marginally easier to keep track of. Cool. I think you have a half-price luxury store. That's worth bearing in mind. Yep. Here we go. Uh, there is a... Um, yes, I know what you're looking for. Cool. I want to hang on to them so that... Um, because that's the... Like, I have it all written down on my calendar and board summary, but if I need the specifics, that's the... Yeah, this is in your, your miscellaneous paperwork folder, basically. It is, yes. Oh, we didn't finish the kingdom turn. We didn't? Nope. We ah, right. We closed Candlemere, Akaros turned up. Yeah, we jumped to the event, which was, of course, Akaros. So. Yeah, we resolved Akaros, which was a very sensible thing to do, but we didn't make the economy check. Yeah. Um, or anything that, that comes after building terrain improvements. I suppose, if you want to be right instead of happy. <laughs> it's just I quite like the, to make the economy check. Oh, you want money for your kingdom. I do. I do want money for my kingdom. Okay, so uh, build, build buildings, etc., etc. You were a thing not to do, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you built yeah. town, etc., etc. Uh, make withdrawals, make deposits, sell magic items, collect taxes. Yes. Yes, you weren't selling magic items. You're presumably not taking money out, or sticking it back in. No. So. Alright, so. And I get the poorest roll I can get that's not a crypt fumble, which is still fine. Yep. Um, I cannot fail, on anything other than a crypt fumble, I cannot fail this check. Um, so. It makes a billion dollars. Well, obviously, because it's a poor roll, it's not going to be that great. You make two dollars. But all I need is the um, success. I get ten build points. I get, um. Ten plus my three. Well, we can put that another temple now. <laughs> well, the next one I want to build is totally discounted. Alright, so 21 minus 13. Yep. And also 12 build points for the Kingdom Treasury. Next turn will be a poor turn. But I did do all the things that I needed to do, which means next turn I can do anything I want. Mm-hmm. In practical terms, what I'm going to do is something cheap, probably something cheap. Huh? I would say you're probably due another rumor to your um, uh, yep. organized room. Yep. Okay. Um, to convert my 
kingdom back into a sheet of paperwork, which means I am available to roll up and note down rumors. Oh, and um, do I get, like, gather intelligence checks about how the other kingdoms are doing, or is that um, less of a thing now um, that it's not... Um, now that I've finished my second year as opposed to my first year? Um, you have information which is pretty much um, along the same... Essentially, they're all doing the same things they were doing in the first year, just on a bigger scale. Um, Van's um, fighting off centaurs and trying to build up his original settlement. Draylev's um, turning Fort Draylev into more of a fortress. Yep. <laughs> the own race is still dead. Based on the um, the conversations you've had with Van, um, having elect- having uh, twice built um, extra settlements and then lost them. Yeah. Um, he has abandoned his efforts to build anything but Vanhold. Yeah. Um, and has focused in on one city. Yeah. Um, and that's all Draylev was ever doing. Yeah. So they're both just building capitals. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Fort Draylev has actually not improved substantively. Right. Um, it has a lot of high-end things in it. Yeah. Um, the king himself is still king. You know, Draylev himself is still magnificently attired and has a whole bunch of stuff and everything else. But... Um, at this point, you can make me, if you serve the stability check. Okay. So give me one for Draylev. This is gather information, essentially. Yep, one for Draylev. Um, so, interesting. Uh, I equally, I get um, I get one above the control DC, but I have a point of unrest, so yep. I, I equally, t- I equally check. Uh, and one for Barn. And I did that twenty at forty-three. <laughs> so Van himself has actually told you yeah. his plans and agendas yeah. to basically um, make Van hold a um, a bigger place, um, a, a better kingdom. Sorry, make, make Van hold a better city essentially. Yeah. Focus all his efforts on that one place. Um, he's also sending a bunch of explorers out to look around the kingdom and things. Well. More, less sitting about explorers and more doing the same thing you are. Yeah. Um, going out exploring and things to find new areas and find lots of um, lots of interest. Lots of interest and profitability and things out there. Yeah. Um, notably he doesn't actually tell you his conclusions from this. Like he, you know, if they've found gold mines and things, yeah. he's not telling you where they are. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, and um Draylev has basically... Um, I mean, I'll be probably doing things like I'll tell him I'm thinking about at least one more settlement in the near future. I won't necessarily tell him where, per se. Draylev, you can't actually get the reasoning behind, but you will discover that he has essentially... Um, uh, his kingdom is starting to founder. He's it is no longer turning the massive profit that it was kind of thing. The, so the various bad decisions he's made in the past are now coming back to the bottom. 
like from a meta standpoint, which Kale will understand, is not point wise. Um, he, he's, he's at low he, build points. He, he's you know. he's spanned his, he spanned all his build points into a shed load of improvements. Yeah, essentially, the, the lack of loyalty is now costing him several checks, etc., etc. Et he's, he's got great he's got great buildings and he's simply spent all his money on them, and they bring him a certain amount. But that's kind of all he's got. Yeah. He hasn't focused on the long term over the short term. Answer your questions. And of course, the iron rates are still there. Yes, and the iron rates are still there. They're still dead or missing or whatever. There's no new information. Yeah, I'm um, like, it's because I keep going. And what about third kingdom? Yeah. (laughs) So I have to keep reminding myself that there is no third kingdom. So. Listening to the horrible rain. Yep. Um, it yeah, is all, indeed horrible. All good. Yes. You may win our list. Um, go exploring. Rumors, that's what we're doing. Wait, rumors is what we're doing. Did you give me back my um, uh, kingdom sheet you were looking at? Absolutely. I put this one in here, so that's why. Um, I did with that one. I'm pretty confident I did. I wrote size on it. Yeah, no, yep, you, you did indeed. That's right. I'm less confident than previously established. Mm-hmm. Cool, okay, so where the heck am I going? Well, I'll wait and hear the rumour in case it causes me to pick a direction. Rumour tells you there's a billion XP in Hex H2. So the things I want to do are go to the Lonely Barrow with Michaela and go to the Ruined Keep with Tristram, but I want to do neither this month. Have you got your, um... Rumor sheet? sheet? Yeah, I, um... believe it's in here, but it's not... Just so I'm not giving you the same ones again. Yeah, yeah, I, um... That's why I wanted to put the Kingdom paperwork away, so I could get it out without foundering on a pile of other things. Okay, side quest... Rooms on the side of side quests. No, the rooms on the other one. Here we are. Roll this. Yep, I can refresh you on which ones I already have. Um, Okay, Brutish Hill Giant, South in Hills, Void or Off a Drink. Uh, Some kind of dragon thing, maybe? Um, trolls and lizard folk are around somewhere. I think I know about the lizard folk. Yep, yep, you think you've found the tribe of the lizard folk. Yep. Um, Also, Will of the Wisps. there may be a hodag. May or may not be the same thing as the dragon. There's supposed These are your side quests as well as your rumours. Yeah, there's supposed to be elvish ruins down, ruins down there somewhere. But you've had elvish ruins. Um, yeah. Lizard folk tribe in marshy area, led by king who talks to dead ancestors. I think they meant queen, but yep. I found them. And Lake Candle. Remember, there. your rumours are not always right. Yes, just water flows into it, guarded by monster. Wall between worlds is thin. Yep, check. You might find this interesting. Um, so you hear that the word on the street is that the stag lord has been sighted in the green belt, huh. the, the general area. Yeah. Um, risen from the dead and gathering an army of ghostly bandits. Somewhere, okay. somewhere in the eastern Kame lands, which are basically the bottom half of the map that you haven't... Yeah, but the eastern side. The eastern side. Yep. 
Some I people think. are saying um, the much more quietly would we to you that some people are saying this is some sort of judgment from Aristotle, um, based on you know who killed the stag lord with Acheros and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting rumor. It is indeed. Okay, and what do you wish to do with your life? Where do you wish to go? What do you wish to eat? So I am going to take Bryn out. Yep. On on the basis that um, is this courting? It seems like what we were doing before. (laughs) No, this is this is just adventuring. Yeah. Good. Less dressing. (laughs) Um. So um. Basically, what I want to do is um. Head out to. Um, but you might map out, so I know what the hell you're talking about. Yep. Um, basically, um, south of Lake Crackjaw, um, no, it's not called Lake Crackjaw, it's Lake yeah, Candlemere. South of Crackjaw's den. South of Lake Candlemere. Um, oh no, wait, sorry, what, what's the top lake called? The Tuskwater. The Tuskwater. South of the Tuskwater, and explore those sort of southern eastern hexes. Yep. Um, I'm now looking for Ghostly Stag Lord, yep. but more specifically, I'm looking for um, Hagrolka. Yep. Um, like basically that's the advantage of taking Bryn out with yep. me is that if we find him we can sneak out again before his army of crop crop trolls decapitate us. Yep. But um Actually though, would it be smarter to go poke around the lizard folk area given that I've got um Queen of Stealth with me? Because I probably don't want to be spotted up there. I want to scout everywhere with a stealthy person. It's just so helpful. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to do that one. That one makes a lot of sense. Nothing stopping you cross-classing a million skilled ways to hide and move silently. Yeah, as long as I take a class and something completely different than everything I've done up to this point. Monk, I suppose. Monk. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I'm no, I'm going to. What I'm going to do? I'm still looking for a Grolka, but I'm going to poke around the rivery sort of areas um, where the lizard folk are and see what's going on down there. Mm-hmm. And um, try and explore that hex, which we didn't actually do. Because <laughs> the theory was we can avoid armies on a personal scale relatively yeah, successfully. Tri- trivially. Yeah. There's no question about it. You're, you're going to spot 40 trolls before you walk into them. Yeah. But yes, we want, we've got two potential... Um, armies down here, one of which we're already at war with, and it yep. would certainly be helpful to know where they are. Okay, so where are you headed to? Um, so I am headed to C9, the Lizard Folk Village Hex. Yep. That is the, um, there's only two hexes north of that, uh, north of 9 that haven't been explored, and they've got, got special things in them. So I am starting exploring 9 again and I'm starting with the Little Folk Village oh, yeah, basically taking the most direct route down there um, so I'm assuming basically set out on the set out on the 9th I've arbitrarily assigned Akaros's um, bounty squad showing up on the 8th and dealing with that then that's perfectly fine yep Uh, yep, nice clear conditions, moderate winds, a bit of cloud, nothing to worry about. Uh, you arrive at the lair of the lizards. Yes. Or probably not directly at the village, but you arrive in that hex, depending on what you want to do. Yep, so I want to explore the hex. Yep. Ideally without, um, you know, 
Crippling off lizard folk. Being eaten by lizards. Yep. Given that I've got Bryn with me, I wouldn't mind having a scout around the vicinity of the lizard folk village without, you know, hiking right up to it, but just seeing what's there to be seen as well. Yeah, yep, by all means. Um, now, I've got the a river running through and a river running um, in the north northwest top corner. Yep. I presume those just join up with each other? They do Cool. I'll mark that in there. And if I could get the terrain type at this juncture. Forest. Cool. And you will indeed need to make a hide check as you wander around here, which of course will hush you under. Yes, so Kerlin is at a minus four penalty if he's wandering around in this plate. Yep. Um, Presume you are. Yep. People. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, so that would be minus four. And yes, I like it better when she does move silently. Yeah. Um, Still, she has made me a pointless clacky, and no doubt that is of some consolation to her. So. Are you heading to um, their village first or exploring the Hex first? I think heading to their village first. Yep. I mean, if, for example, we discovered that, you know, there were like 80... to the ground. Or, you know, there were 80 trolls there in addition to 40 lizard folk and they were chanting, kill, kill him, kill, kill him, kill, kill him, head north and kill, kill him, we might rethink our plans to explore the Hex. Okay, so there is no um, horrible yelling and yelping and screaming noise coming from the village anymore. Yep, fix that. Um, on the other hand the general impression you take away um, is that it's both a bit more manned and a bit more resolved there's four four guards on the doors where there were two Um, they're a bit more alert, a bit more looking out at the place Um, because the last time you came here they were sort of um, what you picked up from your sense of motive checks was that they um, weren't necessarily happy about what yeah. was happening. Now they're much more unified. Yeah. Tormented me. Yeah. Um, you, you're not breaking into the village itself, so no. what you yeah. observe from the outside. So it's it's a bit more martial than it was, but there don't appear to be huge armies massing yeah. or fires burning or trolls or anything like that. Uh, no, that it didn't go brilliantly the last time I broke into the village, but um, I don't necessarily need to sneak around their village again. <laughs> and... You begin exploring that hex. Yes. And as you do so, um, you run across the random encounter that you're running into, which is a couple more lizard folk. Yep. Um, and rarely, actually, um, Bryn comes out of the trees at the wrong angle and they see you coming. Right. She fails her hijack. And they freak out and drop everything they've got, fish, bowls, etc., you know, fish pans, etc., et and just bolt. Yeah. As fast as they humanly can. Yeah. You could endeavour to run them down if you were so oh, inclined. No. Um, no, what we'll do is keep going in the other direction and sort of make sure if they're coming back with a bunch more guys, we're out of sight. Yeah. Yes, you can easily uh, yep. get out ahead of any pursuit yep. that's coming style of thing, because they've got to go all the way back to their village. Yep. But yes, you can make Hexes explored. You know what's cool. in it. Lizardfolk Village. Yep. Full of angry lizardfolk and what we did. Yep. Plus. 
Well, it's not great, but you know, it's another explore here. Yep. Okay, so cross off the 9th and 10th. Oh, and the 11th, right? It's a forested hex. It's a forested three, hex. That's yeah. three days. Yep. Okay, and um, we'll continue straight west. Uh, to B9? To B9. Okay. So. Yeah, and the, the there is this river in the middle of that hex, but it's it's very crossable. Yeah, uh, there are several points where it's quite short and swampy. Yeah, so you definitely take your armor off, but it's trivial for the two of you to get across it now. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah. Yes, now that Kalen's got his ring of swimming, he's kind of a tiny yeah. r- river swimming god. You check out the next hex, uh, and three days exploring it will tell you. Yep. That there is nothing in it but forest. Okay, nice peaceful hex. Definitely less of those in the southernmost half, which is very inspiring, surprising as it's further from Bravoy. So, sorry, fo- forest you said? Forest. Yep. Quiet, peaceful forest text. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we keep going into A9. Assisting survival check. Or a survival check of your own, as you please. I'll make an assisting one. And this is heavily bonus stuff, so that will be. Uh, I get a 14, which means I make my basic assist. Oh, yes, sorry. You, you do indeed. I'm having a um, mental. world moment. have Savage World moment, mental playing for the DMD assist for all. Okay, so. You find that um, this hex too is quite heavily forested. Um, that um, the windstorms that have been through here several months ago at this point um, have done a moderate amount of damage. There's a lot of deadfalls and things. You need to pick your way around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... At some point you come across this tangle of dead trees almost formed up into a a kind of vague dome shape. Um, And it puts you in mind of something that Tristan was telling you about hodags. Ah. Um, That they are these, these sort of rare and mythical creatures that come on the fog or come on the wind or that sort of thing. Um... And, you know, signs of their passage can be seen in dead falling trees that, that fall in such a way as to build their lairs for them, and etc, etc, etc. Armed with this knowledge, you get a bonus to your survival check, which brings you high enough to tell you that you are pretty confident at this point that you have found the Hodag's lair. Ah! Oh, this fantastically rare and legendary monster. Awesome. Where in the next is it? Uh, it is in the northwest top. Northwest top. Cool. So, I remember, of course, everything Tristan told me about hodags. Naturally. 
Um, if I had hypothetically forgotten, are they interesting monsters to study? Interesting, do so, people traditionally kill them? Uh, so Stas, um, the, the side quest you have for this is that Stas, one of the um, gay lumberjacked fishermen... Ah, yes, so that's right. The, the other one... That they bickered about whether he had, in fact, seen a hodag or not. Yes, he, he claims that he threw his magic spear at it, um, and his partner Arvin claims that um, he threw his spear... You know, at something else and lost it in the river and is trying to cover it up. Yeah. Um, he's told you you can have his spear, you know, it's in the hodag's back. And that right. totally proved that he had a hodag, so that's the side quest. Yeah. Um, hodags themselves, um, they are this sort of um, vaguely draconic looking. Um, large reptilian monster somewhere between like a crocodile and a wingless dragon covered in spikes and things um, Tristan told you there's a lot of stories about how they are um, they're, they're exceedingly rare to the point where they are largely considered mythical creatures even in the D&D universe yeah. which is sort of saying something because mm-hmm. dragons are a commonly accepted creature that just exists Yeah. Um, so Uh, Tristan has told you that basically they're said to come in on pass in on fogs and winds. Um, the stories say that they cannot be killed. They merely merely they merely the dissipate back into the fog and wind yep. and disappear for some length of time and then reappear elsewhere. Yeah. Um, hence, they're said to be immortal creatures. Um, and they have treasure, right? Yes. Um, so they are killers. They eat people. They eat creatures, etc., etc. They are not inherently malevolent. They they don't deliberately hunt down villages to terrorize them or anything. Uh, so they're like old Crackjaw, except mythical and awesome. Yeah, and and Crackjaw didn't really eat people per se. You know, but he ate boats, and if there were people in them, I mean, he ate that guy's his limb. <laughs> um, so. The stories, the, the stories that say they're not real are supported by the fact that not enough people actually die to Hodags to support feeding them style of thing. Um, the stories Tristan has, however, is that they have weird mythical digestive systems where they actually eat vastly less than their bulk and size would indicate. Right, yep. So it is a danger to this kingdom it, that it's here. Yes. If we kill it, it will presumably dissolve into mist and go off somewhere yes, no, else. No, there, there was never any question about whether you should kill it or not. Um, it is essentially a dangerous predator that lives in your kingdom. It can't be reasoned with, bargained with. It doesn't want anything except its basic bestial needs. There's no incentive to keep it alive. And indeed, most of the stories agree that you can't kill it. Yeah, but I can cause it to dissipate and leave, and leave potentially leave yeah. the kingdom. Yeah, cool. In terms of its abilities, yep, um, it's big, it's strong, it burrows. Yep, um, and it's all blades perish that that touch this foe. That all, all blades perish that strike this foe. Ah, uh, yes. Thing. Um, essentially, it's one of those creatures that deals damage back to the things that hit it. Yep. Um, which Tristan thought your adamantine sword would pretty much handily just absorb and chop the shit out of it. Sweet. Because all blades perish that touch this foe, except ones made of mythic adamantine. Yep. Sweet. Uh, Bryn, however, will have a real problem with this. 
because, because she's punching it with her with her face. Right. So her nat- at natural art, she will take real damage off it. Yes. Right. Because it has some. Tristan doesn't know the specifics, but it has some sort of feedback effect that damages weapons that strike it. Yeah. Uh, which might not apply to Bryn because it is a mythic ability as opposed to a physical one. Yeah. It's not like you're hitting spikes that destroy your weapons or something. Yeah. It's just something is happening to them. So it might not affect her if she's using natural weapons. But if it does, then she would suffer the effects of... Which Wait. would essentially be, like, your weapons would be taking hit. Yeah, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be like Cloud, um, when Cloud was biting things that hurt her back. Yeah. About him kicking things that hurt her back. Yeah, it's just, it's one of the things about being a natural attacker. Yeah. Shit like fire elementals, just you punch them and go, oh god, why did I punch the fire elemental? Yes. Um, that's it, she does actually carry a karma, a sort of hook daggery thing, for the purposes of, A, it's cold iron, and B, it hits things that, um... Yeah. Yeah, because she would b- certainly be one of my chosen monster fighters. Yeah. yeah it'd be her or Corwin for going to... F- her or Corwin or Michaela for going to... Really everyone but Tristram. Nice. Don't take the guy who knows about the monster. The thing is, he can provide all that knowledge from the safety of um, Eldris. <laughs> Seriously, actually, I'd be happy to fight a giant monster with any of them, but I do tend to take... Tristram along oh, on um, all the lingual and um, knowledge errands. And one of the other reasons it is considered to be a rumour is that few, if any, people have found tracks of it. Um, with your assist, without your assistance, because you can't help her track, Bryn rolls a 24 on a survival check and has found no tracks indicating there's a creature here at all. Yeah. So it may not leave. either it doesn't leave tracks of any kind or the beyond DC 24 to find. Yeah. So the, the evidence you have that it's here is that you found the thing that you think is its lair. Yeah. And you may do as you please with this information. Yeah, Tristan's thought was that it was dangerous to you, but not so horrendously dangerous that you should piss yourself and run away. Yeah. Oh, Dag. Huh. It was real. Maybe. No tracks, though. No sign of anything here. Nay, but uh, it's, it seems like an awful big coincidence that it's precisely what Tristram told us to look for. Can look for more evidence. Blood, bones, burials, that sort of thing. Although it might be a lair. Or can head in. Yeah. From what Tristram told us about it, it um, might be a special danger to you with the way you fight. I can um, come back one of, with one of the others if you prefer. Out comes the um, her little hooked wolf claw thing. Because what she's had made yeah. is literally like a big wolf claw yeah, yeah, on, she, on the end of a stick. Because she made it of cold iron so she could kill Quinlan's yeah. with it. Yes. Have this, but light, weak, will not last against much damage. I. Because the hit points of them are literally based on how big your weapon is and that. And because, of course, she's going for light, fluffy, monk weapons. So, how big are Corwin and Michaela's weapons? 
Corwin uses a morning star, Michaela uses the longsword. Yep. Both of which are in the one-handed weapon, which is better than the one-handed light weapon, but, but not, not as good as the two-handed great axe. Yeah, so while they are better, it's just as like it is actually almost as likely that um, Bryn or, that um, Corwin or Michaela's weapons will go under this thing as that Bryn's will. Yeah, although of course... Um, both of them have other options that Bryn doesn't so much. Yes, that's very true. And as in, they can kill it with spells. Because, well, 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 like Michaela has to touch it to inflict light wounds. It's not the same thing as making mm. a weapon strike. What's the? Th- this is more forest, isn't this? Yes, more forest. Yep. Um, Thick, heavy, dead fallen forest. I wonder if it'd be better to come back with Corwin, but I don't want to offend your hunting prowess. Have found creature. If it is a thing of mist and shadow and spikes, it's not something that I am best equipped to fight. If you think Corwin will better suit will work better for protecting our pack, it's fine with me. And Kaelin will give her a one armed hug. Mm-hmm. And um, Alright then, Les. The, um, it's for sure and certain we couldn't have found it without you. Catelyn and Corwin's combined survival. Yep. Uh, but, but that's how it works. Yep. I think sometimes you take people out, find things, and then go away again. Yep, so, and. Yes, you've found the hot egg then. Yes, so, um, yes, I could continue exploring with Bryn. Yep. But my preference would be to actually endeavour to hunt down the hodag. Yep. Um, so, have, when I find this, have I done my day's exploration, my two day, my three days exploration of A9? Yes. Cool. Sweet. So, um, I will put three of three in the um, box to represent the, because, you know, I may lose to the Hodag or whatever, in which case. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I will do my um, hike back up the river and exchange party members' shtick. Yep. Uh, are you going to the um, through the abandoned keep or around it? I'm going around the abandoned keep. I haven't explored that, but... Because you've essentially got that hex in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going round the abandoned keep and then up the straightest route from there. Okay, so... When you go, now X days latent. Okay, so when you go back to B nine. Yep. Different things. Ah, okay. Uh, Specifically, you will like even without Bren, you would trivially hear this. Yep. Um, There is loud shouting in a language that you don't understand. Um, with some sort of rhythmic tone to it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm getting... You hear this long before you run into it. Yep. I'm going to, you know, cautiously go forward and have a look. Yep. Hide. Hide better than last time. Yeah, that's better. 
Hold on, but you realise it's not Brenna that I've got with me, right? No, no, this is when you're going back. Oh, right, okay. You leave the ho- that's why I'm asking if you go through the abandoned keep on your way back. Right, and I don't, but I go, alright, I go into B9. Yeah, I, when I you return through B9 with Brynn on the way back, yep. something is happening there. Yep, and Brynn gives me the, um, yep. I, yep. For a grand total of 18. Yep, and you're taking into account my minus, yes. minus 4, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, what you can very easily sneak up on, a number of trolls. Ah. Um, and when I say sneak up, I mean, you, you yeah. know, you watch them from the tree yeah. line, not you sneak up behind them and start stabbing them. You're welcome to do so, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and there is this sort of mess of mud and troll footprints and things... Um, leading to an area um, your guess would be there's about 20 odd trolls here okay um, and I think you would actually recognise this automatically anyway um, Hagrolka doesn't seem to be amongst them um, the guy is what there is someone up the front who is shouting at them in what you would presume to be giant but yeah. you don't speak um and the trolls are loosely moving in areas and waving their arms and weapons and that sort of thing. This is a troll army. Yeah, you, you actually think what you are looking at here is some sort of drilling exercise. This is yep. the kind of thing that you've done many times as a mercenary. Yep. The commander takes you out into the field. Yep. You kind of rock around. You march for a day. You rock around. You yep. practice your weapons. You practice your formations. Kalen was actually a sergeant. This, he yes. has actually been the guy at the front and that was yelling you, at people. You will recognise the guy at the front. Has that, the troll at the front has that same kind of slow but exasperated expression on it. Yeah. As it shouts at its men in giant... Yeah. It's telling them they're useless and not real soldiers, yeah. right? You can probably guess it's yeah. something in that hill. Yeah. Okay. So this this is an army training. Okay, that is definitely a good thing to know. Um, we probably want to watch them for a while. Yep. This is this is actually a higher priority than the hotel. Yep. You you watch them. They are um clearly training as opposed to you know marching anywhere specific. Yeah, I, I guess what we'd like to do, like if they're on manoeuvres, the logical thing for them to potentially do is head back to their base yep. unless they're being sent out. Very possibly. Um, I would actually like to change my plan entirely at this point yep. and with Brent try and follow them back to their base. By all means. So you watch them over the course of the day um, and they continue to do you could generously call them formations. Yeah. Um, but but let us say, for the purposes of de- of um, descriptor, that yeah. they are doing formations. Um, you watch them for a bit. Um, they eventually camp down for the night. And when I say camp down for the night, I mean they largely fall over. They appear to have a wagon with them with no horses that a couple of the trolls are just pulling. Yeah. Um, which, when they open the back of it, appears to be full of meat. Yeah. Um, they don't have tents or bedrolls or anything like that they more or less just fall asleep on the ground yeah um, however they're not hideously sloppy they do actually have people on watch no yeah. fires unsurprisingly they can sit yeah. in the dark and you know don't like fire yeah um, and they make essentially make camp for the night yep yeah. 
We will um, move our own camp. We will make our own camp for the night a, a moderate distance away yep. and come back in the morning to see if they're still there style of thing. Well, I mean, you can actually keep an eye on them through the night. It's just yep. a question of whether you want to... Like, you can have one of you watching the other one asleep style yep. of thing. You're going to have an uncomfortable night, but... Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah, we probably will actually just stay with them. So, yeah, it is moderate, temper- moderate temperatures overnight, mildly cold. Yep. Uh, can you make me a fortitude save? That's easy. And indeed, does it with these. Looking uh, at a DC of 10. Yep, I, I make like a 16, and that's yep. before I factor an endurance, which may well yep. assist me. So you have no trouble with the fact that you, you basically chew on some rations, you sleep yep. out overnight yep. without tents or fire or any of the yep. usual amenities. You watch, and throughout the night they don't do anything you wouldn't expect them yep. to. They change shifts, etc., etc. And... Cross off the 18th. I should be writing down stuff that happened, so... On the seventeenth, we found found the whole egg there. And in the morning, they turn south and start marching off again. They're about in the middle of the hex where you, where you find them. Cool. We want to follow them. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is trivial to do so in terms of following their tracks. It is this unmissable trail of churned up mud and gigantic yep. footprints everywhere. They make no effort to obscure it, yep. nor would they be terribly successful in doing so. However, you will have to hide from them again. Yep. That's the, the penalty. This is not hard to follow them, but you risk being seen. Yep. Uh, and that would be a 17 minus 4 is 13. And... Uh, will be a problem. How many hero points does Bryn have? One! Ah, ah, ah. Alright, um, draw me Kaelin's two and Bryn's one. And I think Bryn will probably spend hers on the whole. Okay, appreciate that. Okay, so this is actually more difficult than you might think. Um, it's, the trolls are not stunningly perceptive or anything, but there are a lot of them. Yeah. It's hard to be somewhere where they're not looking. Well, camping down overnight is fine, but actually following them through the night. Well, they are presumably watching. They are presumably actually, you know, scouting out and keeping an eye out and so on. Yeah. So they are actually looking for people following them. Indirectly, by looking for people who might be trying to attack them. Um, can you make me a a wisdom check? I think. Uh, Twenty-five. Okay, so when you run into them, it is sort of um. Uh, when you initially run into them, it is sort of midday, um, and they go down to make their camp very early in sort of the the early afternoon yeah. kind of thing. Um, you actually think that they're, um, they're they're not necessarily as comfortable in the daylight as they are in the dark. Yeah. Um, and that they're deliberately trying to train themselves out of that. So like they're the doing dis- their training in the day. So this is like the equivalent of night manoeuvres for us. Would Pretty be. much, yeah. They're accustoming themselves to fight in the day. And, and indeed, when they 
they make the camp and then get up at what is basically two o'clock in the morning and yeah. then start marching, presumably for home. Yeah. In in from your chronology, it makes no sense. From their chronology, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, they're done with their diff- horrible daylight stuff, and yeah. now they're going home while it's still nice and dark. Yeah. Yeah, so they spend a bit of the night resting yeah. and then get up and march through the early hours of night. Yeah. Um, and they do indeed march straight through. Um, they march south-west into um, A-10. Yep. You follow them with ease. Yep. And keeping up with them is also not terribly hard. Um yep. They do move. They they do march pretty relentlessly, but they're slower than, than you. So yeah. You find a thing that Jim will tell you about shortly. Okay, so this terrain here is also heavily forested. Um, And you follow them back to, you will see this well before they hit it, um, essentially a series of mud huts surrounding a hill with a fortified stone structure on it. It looks like a city. Sweet. Okay, where is it in A10? Right down the bottom of the southwest corner. Okay, southwest Right, right at the bottom of 18. Troll City. Which obviously I'm not I'm not exploring 18 in any way. I'm yep. merely finding this location. Uh, and at this point there's no real question of just following the army straight in. Behind. No, no. Because it's one of those, unless you're actively able to hide in plain sight. Hide, your hide check fails. No, no. What, 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 but you could theoretically sneak into the city if you're interested. No, no, that's all right. The um, that's quite a quite a tough scouting mission. No, the um, my goal was as with the stag lord to have Bryn find yep. the place. But you will you will recognise basically that a, a moderate chunk of forest has been cut down surrounding this area. Yeah. Um, the stone structure is presu- looks like some sort of pre-existing thing as opposed to something that the trolls have built necessarily. So it might be an elven ruin or a ruin could, of some other kind. It could be anything, hard yeah. to say without exploring it. But ruin of some kind yeah. that's been built up. Um, there are walls around the place. There are huts and things. It is actually appears to be a functioning city. Yep. Cool. Good to know. Because I knew Hulkroker had to be somewhere. Yep, and now you know. Yes. Knowing is half the battle. It is indeed. Yo Joe. Yo Joe. Okay. So, midway through the 19th, thereabouts. Yep. And turn and retreat back out of the hex, essentially. Yep. Yep. So you and Bryn have, have a fairly hard nuts march. By the time you do all this, then turn yep. around and march back out, and then march for a bit more, so you're yep. away from them before you can sleep again. Found them. I knew you could do it. Good find. Not, good find finding those trolls while I was out with you. Not hard, she said. She's got you um, walking back over the trolls' trail to yep. completely obscure your tracks. Not hard. Looks down, all the mud turned up. <laughs> Insultingly easy. Aye. Strong, but their strength is in arms. 
not in cunning Pog Pog. Mm-hmm. Aye, but they're, um, it'll be nasty enough to fight when it comes to it. And I think it will. The This Hagrok um, doesn't seem overly inclined to make peace. So you enjoy the troll march. I don't know what I've been told. That's pretty funny. Human stupid trolls on coal. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm? If you knew giants, you could have had the translation. Yeah. Okay. And what's the plan? This would be a great campaign to be a linguist. Yes. But all campaigns are a great campaign to be a yeah, linguist. It's hard to argue with. You, you never find a character where you're like, ah, oh, screw it, languages. Alright, so basically by the time we extract ourselves from that, that's the 19th. Yep. So how many days is it going to be to actually make it back up to Elkrist from, um, the mm. next, from, um, Two. B9? Two! Two! Sweet! Okay. Alright. In that case, I am going to, um, what weapon does Tristram use? Uh, short bow. Yeah, that's what I'm... Solving his problem entirely. Yeah. Um... I will make it back to the city and talk to peoples. Um, Michaela also has a long bow, albeit um, Tristan's a primary archer, whereas yeah. everyone else is a secondary ranged. And yeah, Bryn, Bryn and Corwin are both lousy at ranged because they have lousy ranged weapons. Yeah, what I'm thinking is that um, I haven't actually tried Tristram as backup. You know, I mean, the whole point of a, a, a bard archer is theoretically actually quite helpful in a um, big monster assault. So I am think, and I'm thinking he might like to, you know, go see a hodag. Mm-hmm. So I will, but I will first ga- gather up the gang generally. Yep. And in fact, um, we'll gather up the council generally. Yep. And um, let them know that um, we have found the, we believe we've found Grogu's capital city, such as it is and what the, such as and what there is of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't necessarily have a plan for our next move, but it's nice to know where it is. I can't particularly say I want to um, form up Keston Rangers march, march down there past an unsubdued hop lizard folk city and um, have it out with them. But knowing it's half of that. No, it, it's certainly a And we can keep a bit of an eye on it for any sign of large troll armies marching north, given yep. that they do in fact appear to be drilling yep. their guy, boys to come march so on us. Now that you know where it is... Um, you can actually deploy scouts against it, essentially. Sweet. So you have people down there that will come back and tell you, um, troll army marching. Excellent. You know, you, you risk losing people, but that's kind of literally what they've been paid to do. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the, um, you know, some guys will actually have died in the, um, bat- yeah, yeah. the lizard folk. And, and when you send scouts out into the wilderness and the D&Dverse, they die because they get eaten by monsters. Just, it's just routine risk of the job. Yeah. But the same thing happens to fishermen, hunters, and everything else. Yeah, yeah, it happens to adventurers pretty regularly as well. Pretty much. Not everybody's high enough levels that the party members yeah, yeah. can afford to raise them. Yeah, well, the, the advent- adventurers are the guys who are strong enough to take it. Mm-hmm. And then we discuss what we want to do about that and the Hodag problem. Yep. Plan to hit out Hodag hunting and things? Yeah, that is my plan. Shall we leave it there for another moment? Yes, because I can hear a little girl making sweet noises, and because this is also a good stopping yep. place. I was just telling the assembled party about how we found the... Um, troll army. Troll army. Yes, show me to my troll army. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't turn down troll army. Yeah, you would. That's not eating your citizens. Okay, then I would, yes. 
So, um... Yeah, didn't Hagrotham offer you the chance to join, being a half-monster? Yes, but just me. Yeah. Not anybody else in the kingdom. Yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> well, largely, the last time I was hanging out with orcs, I didn't get on super great with them, so... Okay. Humans are kind of just better. <laughs> no, humans slow and humans thick. <laughs> um, so, yes, so I guess I'm telling people about this in case anyone has any thoughts about what we want to do immediately about it. Mm-hmm. But probably what we're going to do is just keep an eye on the Troll City and see what eventually Yes, yeah, that, that's pretty much matching with what people think. Yeah. In which case, what we're going to do now is um, talk to Tristram about um, whether he'd like to go hunt a hodag. Uh, a hodag? What, you, you found evidence that one's really there. It um, fit your descriptions, you know, dead fallen trees and this sort of bark, bark cave thingy. Oh, oh how remarkable. D- descending down. And, and did you see the creature itself? No, I figured we'd best not poke it to, um, unless we actually wanted to fight it. But we were thinking, um, I was thinking with your your archery might be a bit of a better bet than um, Brent stabbing it than any of the other... Guys and their little wee weapons. Ah, of course. Yes, I'd lose the arrows, but it's a small price. It's a small price to pay. And um, it'll be risky, of course. But um, such a shame we have to kill it. If we could train it or keep it or just learn to talk to it. Mm. He scribbles some notes in his notebook. Well. Right side is if we do kill it, from what you tell me, it'll just go off and live somewhere else. And That's very true. Maybe we're just making an opportunity for a better scholar somewhere to bond with it. And in the meantime, um, I'd prefer it wasn't um, snacking on the citizenry. Unlike some of the other problems we got, um, we can't really talk to it, so we need to go for the simplest option. And, um, well, um, I might be um, wanting your help with something else, depending on if we have time or not this run. As um, there's a, unfortunately, there's a citizen of ours living in an elven ruin down south. I need to apologise for breaking his door. Oh, the, the quickly. I. Uh, ah, yes, yes, you, you, you certainly could do that. Well, I'm afraid I don't have much of a choice. The um, just going in there and stabbing him is um. Well, by far my preferred option. Not actually technically something I should do to a citizen, even if he is a little, if he is a little vicious psychopathic bastard. I have to give him a chance to be straight with me. And thus far, well, he did try to brutally murder me. I did cut my way through. I did um, break in through his door. He do, and we didn't really have a chance to chat. What with the him brutally murdering me part, so I haven't really got a, had a chance to make my case about how we just want to look around the road. Uh, given that you actually speak Sylvan, the, um, yes, yes, I, I quite understand. We should make e- every effort to treat diplomatically with these the, the unique and wonderful creatures that are the Fae. Well, I have to say, I'd, I'm a lot more comfortable being diplomatic with the cute little, uh, with the little um, Fae dragons and Nixies and things that leave the Nixie students to learn a valuable lesson about how charm person isn't the solution to every problem in life than I am with the quicklings, but fair's fair and it goes with the territory. After all, we don't um, 
Now we respect the rights of people who aren't utter bastards, or we had um, just stabbed Raylan and solved all our problems that way. Well, if you'd come over here where we could stab them. Alright. So, Kaelin's going to assemble a collection of supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants some alcohol because um, he's been read his rumour sheet and been reminded that alcohol is what you needed to bribe the hunter. Yep. You acquire alcohol. Yeah, so, so I'm just going to put Kingdom will cover you having alcohol. Cool. Uh, the other thing I want is iron bars. Yep. And um, I. To, to what? What are you looking to do with them? Um, mend the portcullis. Right. Okay. Yep, I, yep. Cho- I chopped it into bits. Yes, yes, you can acquire such things. Yeah. The, um... yeah sorry. Out of the context, it's just. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You mean crowbars or? Yeah. No. It's um. I I've been thinking about what my next move is with the quickling for quite a while, and the plan is to take some iron bars down and see if we can negotiate. By all means. Because if he makes a persistent enough effort to stab me after I've explained matters to him, then I can probably pass that as murder and kill him. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, then I'm just going to be lumbered with uh, negotiating with him. Which agreeably includes probably leaving his house alone if he absolutely will not have us in there. But given the, um, from Tristan's understanding, they take money, it, it seems like we ought to be able to get to some of that and get me through the door. Mm-hmm. So, at least for the initial look around. So yes, we travelled back down south and we are heading initially for the Hodag there. On the basis of the, um, for the best of our knowledge, the quickling is just kind of hanging out in a little lair thing. Yep. Whereas the hodag is quite possibly actively eating people, although likely not in very large numbers, given what Tristan worked out about. Okay, so... I'll just... So, what does that take us to by the time we head back down to Hodag Lear? So, when did you start off? So uh, the stage? 22, 22nd of Erodus. So, it is 1, 2, so it is basically the 25th when you get there, okay. presuming that you're not desperate to um, push it, get there a day earlier, style thing. Uh, no, that's right. Um, just so I can understand, why is it two days to come up, but um, four days to come back down? 22nd of the 24th, two days? Oh, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, right, yes, I see. Okay, yep, yeah. that's right. So 25th being the start of the third day. Yep. Because yep. two days basically brings you to that hex. Yep. At which point I'm saying if you're desperate to get there in, time, in, in no, that no. second day, you can't no, press no. on. No, that's all right, I understand that. I nearly miscounted. Okay. Okay, the adventure room. Mm-hmm. So, Kaelin will of course be wearing his plate, but we are going to endeavour to sneak out our tactic that would 
be far more effective with Bryn, but Tristram may actually be less horrible than some at doing so. So, um, just so you understand this, what you're looking at is like a dome of dead fall trees like this. Right. Over a cave. Right. So a cave going down. Yep, so right. You need to be climbing into it in more fashion. Yep, yep, okay. Or actually, in your case, just jump. Because you've got that ring of feather ball, haven't you? Yes, I have. So that's easy. Yep. Gets after the um, embarrassing incident of the might layer, um... Kaelin's got a relatively young, straightforward means. Okay, so you return to the big dome's deadfall, yep. and Tristan looks it over, and, oh, yes, yes, this this quite definitely shows signs of being a hone You see here, the, the interweaving of the trees, that's not a natural fall. No, there's, there's an intelligence there. It's, it's terribly exciting. Admittedly, not a vast one, but compared to a troll, relatively. Uh. I'm glad you didn't say that when we were at that dinner party with her Grolka. After all, they can talk. And build cities after a fashion. <laughs> well, yes, yes, but, but a hodag is as I understand it, capable of understanding if not speaking back. It's, it's quite fascinating. They absorb the native language of the region as they travel on the winds. Uh-huh. Oh, well. I can climb over the branches and jump down. Um, I presume if I carry Tristram that negates the Ring of Feather falling. I can't, like, carry, hold on to him and both of us float down. Uh, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> to the roll book. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, D and D. Okay, well, I have to look at the rulebook. <laughs> well, as opposed to Call of Cthulhu, where I took the existing rulebook, boiled it down to twenty pages, and have only ever looked at them twice in the entire campaign. Carry Tristram. Uh, my maximum encumbrance. Yes, what is your maximum load that you can carry? Mm. I've got 260 pounds on here, but I don't know if that's since I took the screen bonus upgrade. Uh, in any case, it, it's probably not going to. Um, Madly matter more than the other because the strength upgrade you know, might move you up by 20 pounds or so, no. and that's comparatively unlikely to matter. So, 
you probably actually can. He's 160 pounds of stuff. I've got about 70 or 80 pounds of stuff, so yeah, I would say so. Okay, so as long as he doesn't exceed your max load, then yes, you actually can. Oh, okay. So, the, the basic gist here is what you've got is this big deadfall of trees, arced up and stacked up in this kind of unnatural dome over the area. Um, and... There is no entry point in them. They don't come up to a centre hole and then there's a hole. They're just stacked all over it. Which is going to turn into mist, presumably, it can see through the gaps. It it must get in and out in some kind of fascinating way. Um, This is no particular issue for you. They're trees. You don't even need to whip your sword out. You just yank a few branches off and you've got a hole you can go through. Which I it's, shall do. It's no difficulty at all, and you can fairly easily, with two minutes thought, do it in such a way that doesn't risk dislodging the rest of the pile. Cool. It's just kind of fascinating when you realise that actually there, there, is there isn't tree. a way in here. Yeah. There's, there's lots of, um, you know, holes mm. in the tree gaps and things. Okay, and you are climbing slash forward. So... I'm drifting gently down with... with Holding on to Tristrip. Yeah, the downside to this method of egress is that there's no real way to um, feather fall and hide simultaneously. No, if it's at the bottom, it's just going to see us drifting downwards. But that said, with your um, awesome awesome Heidi powers, it's probably not terribly relevant anyway. Um, So, Tristan says... Alright, and basically climbs up piggyback style on your back. And you pull a couple of branches aside and just jump forward into the middle and go way down to the darkness. Um, Because if we were sensible, we wouldn't be adventurous. Yep, it is pitch dark down here, uh, which Tristan would expect, so he will cast a light on his bow before he goes down there. Yep, sounds good, so he's got shooting a light. Or something, I'll look at his light-based options in a second. Yep. Um... Anyway, you come plummeting down the hole. Um, and I love my ring of feather falling. For a heavy guy in plate, you really don't want to fall off things. Yeah, although if you fall into water. Then I love my ring of swimming. But, but if you need some, you know, deflection out <laughs> Then I'll be sad I've only got two red slots, but I already have. Because <laughs> I've my <laughs> extra fingers. I've <laughs> both. Yeah, well, I do have a lot of other magic item slots, but the um, finest traditions of three, third edition D&D suggest that there's some way to jam something in some slot I haven't used. Okay, and you land, and give me a spot check. Now what I brought Tristram for? Yep, he looks at his feet for the glorious four. Oh, really? Because I got a seven, so another a Jack. Perhaps we'll detect it's there when it starts eating our heads. Um, so, you land, Tristan basically starts, it lets go and comes off your back uh, yeah. almost immediately. Um, and at a quick glance around the cavern, it is this, this large chamber, um, with, you've basically got like a sort of well-style cave going down and then breaking out into a larger chamber down here. Um, 
And it is pretty obvious that that um, something lives here. There are dozens of carcasses and piles of bones around the place. Yep. Um, and there is also a large pile of um, literally laid carefully around the room a bunch of stuff, any ill good weapons and armour and that kind of thing. Sweet. Like, at, you, you probably wouldn't get this in the first glance, but when you actually look at it, it looks like the Hodag has literally stripped its victims of the things it's not going to eat, put them yeah, in various places around the cave, and then eaten its victims. Yep. Yeah. Which is certainly not the behaviour of a dumb animal. Yep. Yeah. Um, and your eyes glance around, and you see corpse, blank area of cave, armour, corpse, and then they dart back. As you, you beat the spot check, but Tristan doesn't. Ah, um, good lord, <laughs> the mighty seven wins the day. You looked past this area of cave, and it wasn't there. You, ah. would, you would swear it was blank. Um, and then when you glance back, there is this great creature there. To such an extent, you, you wonder how you could have possibly missed it. It's standing right there. I'm glad you showed me the picture. It's certainly um, it, it's got the Cheshire yes. cat with massive fangs. This, this enormous scaled kind of draconic without draconic style monster without the wing. Somewhere between a dragon meets an Ankylosaurus, I think, is the best yep. um, thing. Um, and it immediately makes a bestial growl at you, um, flicks its tail, bangs its tail against the ground, and starts rushing forward, essentially. Sweet. And we go straight into initiative. Yep. He has better, but he doesn't have any hands. Right. That's the, um, that's the penalty of shooting. Good lord, Caleb did well on initiative. It's a rare and special day. Are you happy to do the initiative, Trevor? Yes, I am. I wouldn't have got like a whiteboard marker. You may have two, in fact, if you want them. Uh, that does look helpful. Yeah. I believe I may even be able to spell her dad. Well, you are her dad. No way. That's probably less relevant. But it's essentially it is just a cabin that comes up into a shaft coming up here. Yep. Um, and you want me to find a giant hordag mini? Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy for you to use whatever, but do you want to just roll Tristram's um, and Hodag's initiative? So I can uh, nine for Tristan. Well done. And 15 for the Hodag. Yep. Kaelin wins. Tristram is last. Yep. Have a smaller Hodag rats, given that's a large creature. Yep. Which one was Tristan? Do you remember? Uh, he was the little archer guy, wasn't he? Uh, the one with the ca- the one with the beard and the cape, because he was kind of dashing. Ah, yes. Where is he? Has he gone away? It has been a while since we've had Tristram out, who may have been inadvertently returned to the bigger pile. I 
can go get the other minis box. Yeah, sure. You can leave this random guy for the moment. Uh, okay. You're okay with that? Yep. I can go and get his actual mini if it's going to worry you in any fashion. That he's a girl? No, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he's an elf. He's not a girl. Looks like he's got breasts. <laughs> It's bare-chested. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm entirely confident this one's a boy. Okay. As opposed to the other archer I have here. Okay, yes, that one is more of a girl. <laughs> you may be right. Maybe that guy's just an elf. And that one's just an elf. <laughs> Where I, wherever I wafted out. Yep. Uh, which, fortunately, that is kind of going to solve Tristan's life problem. Yep. Um... So the hodag coalesces out of the coalesces out of somewhere and appears before you, and suddenly little roar snarls and snaps forward. And, and Tristan sort of shouts, "Do you remember? It can understand us. Let's let's talk to it." Hmm? And would you like your hair reports? Mm-hmm. Have the owl and the publican. Tristan will have the avalanche, mm-hmm. uh, a twin, and the carnival. Mm-hmm. All right, and you—it it is surprising, Tristan, but not you. Yep. So you were the first one up. Yep. Kalen will move action, draw standard action, drink his potion of bathkin. Yep. Which he was wearing on his belt for precisely this eventuality. Free action, draw his um, adamantine greatsword. Yep. And we'll call out, um, alright, beastie, if you prepare to leave the kingdom and stop murdering and folk, we don't have to fight. Otherwise, it's gonna be the fighting. He has no expectation of this working, but if the creature decides to leave rather than, takes the opportunity to leave yep. rather than fight. Yep, well, oddly enough, it doesn't seem to. Yep, that's fine. Alright, so, um, the potion of bite skin gives me a plus two bonus to natural armor? Yep. Cool. I'm saving my shield of faith plus four for a really horrible fight. (laughs) Also, me not moving up means it doesn't get to full attack me on its first attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that depends on how fast it is, but at least conceivably doesn't. That'll have reach anyway, large creature. Yeah. So it can just fly for a step forward and full attack you anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. In that case, the um, the right side, such as it is, is I'm not charging it, given its reach. Cool. Good to go when you are. Yep, and it's the whole day. Okay, so it roars at you. Um, just this sort of not the big, huge, lung-filled beast you would expect, more of a just an almost hissing style noise and rushes forward and just endeavours to hook you with the great front horns it has on it. Um, oh, wait. No. This thing. Sorry. Uh, Tristan will invariably point this out. Uh, so... It rushes forward um, and 
endeavours to smack you with its tail. Bringing around this huge big spiked tail. And it will roll a 19 to hit you. Which glasses off my new magical natural armor and half by her from basket. So it wallops into you and goes poof and you sort of stagger slightly in there. Nope, you're okay. Um, And that is it. Okay, sweet. Tristram. We've come in peace to talk to you. We want to bring you in as a part of our kingdom to embrace the specialness that makes you such an amazing magical creature. Please, there's no need for us to fight. He spends his round making a diplomacy check. That's Fruitlessly, right. the thing completely ignores him, of course. Yep. Can he, um... Does he at least drop back a little no. bit? No. Oh, okay. Not if he's taking the arrow point for it. He just yep. stands there going, Listen, listen, hey, listen, listen, hey. Okay. Can I tell it's, um, it ignored? It Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. Then I won't hold action to um, wait till it's turn. I will... Yes, it, it clearly hears the words, and you see, like, intelligence behind the eyes, it's watching you. If you didn't know it could understand you, you might not leap to that assumption. Yeah. Because you know it can. But it just ignores it ignores the words and takes another swing at you anyway with its yeah. claws and things. Yeah. Sorry, kid. I think it wants to eat us. And Kalen will full attack it. Yep, by all means. He still doesn't have... He's still only got the one attack, though. Um... Did you twiddle your um, feats for Hodag fighting this morning? Ah, yes, I will have done. Um, you were coming down to a hole. Yeah, so I won't have mounted combat. Um, there's probably no point in having cleave. I mean, as far as I know, there's only one thing down here. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't have anything particularly brilliant to take instead. Just a second. Um, let me just grab the players for a moment. Do you have a button? Yes, I have one here. Yeah, there's one on the bed, but I figure there's probably no desperate need to go get. Let me just have a look. Anything? The, uh, I mean, the only question is whether or not you'd keep another feat for things you'd be doing elsewhere, like if you wanted mounted combat because you're riding around on your horse all day. Yeah. Potentially fighting random monsters. Versus the, the obvious one would just be something like weapon focused greatsword, given all you're planning on doing is smacking it with your adamantine greatsword. Yeah, I think I'll I'll leave cleave up just in case it has buddies. Yep. And I'll take weapon focused greatsword instead of mounted combat. Oh yeah, you have more feats now, don't you? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, extra fire level. Yes, so I get a and that gets a plus one. Plus one to hit, basically. Yep. I don't think I already rolled this, I don't remember no, I think you I didn't tell me what the result was anyway, yep. so Okay, and that's worse. Uh, find out if it has incredibly poor AC. Uh, that's an um, eleven. I somehow doubt. Yeah, so you cleave at the hordag and just hit spikes. Yeah. Um, be, uh, yeah, it's, it's on attacks rather than connecting. So as you clip across its skin, um, your your blade doesn't penetrate its its armor and things, but. There is this faint hissing noise out of it, almost like uh, Kalen would recognise it, like the sound of a deflating balloon. That's yeah. that noise. And as you pull your great sword away, you see there is this sort of translucent mist clinging to it that is hissing and steaming, like sort of something very acidic or incredibly hot. It does nothing to your sword. So, 
Because your sword has a hardness of 20. Excellent. So it needs to deal a minimum of 20 damage before it does anything at all. Excellent. Good old DR. Good old DR. Good old hardness works like DR. Okay. And then it is the Hodag again. Caitlin having failed to do anything useful with his life. Okay. Uh, the Hodag endeavors to tail slap you again. Whee! Mm-hmm. Yep. That 27, I imagine, is much more likely. Yep, that will certainly do it. Uh, for a whopping 4 points of damage. Yep, and then some kind of special ability, no doubt. No doubt. Um, can you make me a strength check? As the tail smacks into you and drives you away. Oh, that was a poor time to roll a one. 18. Uh, it's actually not doing awesome. <laughs> Sad effort, Hodag. Sad effort. Uh, it does get a bonus to this. So it smacks you, and you are thrown back towards the wall, basically regaining your footing before you get knocked too far, and get knocked a whopping five feet sideways. Sweet. It also takes the troll. Good for it. And then it's Tristram. Oh, right. So basically, it swings this big spike tail around, stabs into you because it hits you, deals you some damage on the spike, swings you towards the wall, and then as you sort of stand your ground and push back so it can't push you any further, yanks the spike back out um, and takes another shot at you. Ah, yes, fair enough. Um, that one would be 19 again. Yep, so good old is, natural armor. It is literally, it pulls the spike out and then whip cracks its tail like a bullwhip and it goes poof up in your face and smacks you in the face and then yep. bounces off your face. Yes. It's good old bike skin. Yep. That's two hits I haven't taken because I drank this potion. I like yeah, my potion. Now you see why Michaela exists. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's Tristan. And then it's Tristan. Oh, oh, oh dear. Um, uh, this this doesn't seem to be working. All right, if we can't reach a diplomatic solution, I suppose it's going to have to be violence. Again. <laughs> Steps back. Uh, he will draw his bow, which he didn't have out. Yep, because he's jumping in a hole. Jumping and climbing. Um, And he looks around for his little... Provide me with a plus one to... Inspire carriage for you. Inspire carriage. It's not a higher level inspire carriage at this stage? No, no, they don't go up to... It only goes up to like level eight or so. Right, yep. Still good to have. So what does Tristram speak about? Um, <clears throat> so... He begins to actually whistle down here in the cabin. And it echoes strangely off the walls, and you have this sensation entering you as if you've been here before. Not here, but in a thousand layers like it, with a thousand creatures just like this one. Sort of the mythic hero of legend opposing the mythic Grendel. And you stand ready for it. Awesome. 
Okay. And then Kellen will five foot step back in. Boom! And take another swing. Alright. Well, that sucks less. And the, this is exactly the kind of thing the Bidex song was built for, of course. Alright, so 16 plus 2, 18 total. Uh, that will scratch across it. You almost think you're going to drive it through, but not quite. Right, I'm getting closer. Yep. Probably need to roll above a 10. Mr. Hodag. Mr. Hodag slaps you with the tail. The tail of slapping. That one is a 21. That will just hit me. Uh, Pink slap for three points of damage. Yes. Suck. Okay. And um, I got a shit ton on my strength all this time, but I will obviously add it up because... <laughs> uh, 27 plus 6, 33. Kaelin's ready for the, ne- uh, the um, tail slap thing now. <laughs> 33. Possibly not ready enough. Yeah, it slaps you five feet back towards that wall again. Okay. Yeah, I can do this all day. And then it gets another a whip plate. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yanks the tail back out. And 20. Uh, we'll hit my... Well, is it My AC is 20. Okay. Uh, for five damage. That one's a bit of shot. Alright, Kaelin is starting to look very slightly pummeled. And it is Tristram. Yep. Probably yeah. wouldn't help if he was hitting the Hodag, of course. Generally more effective than not hitting the Hodag. Tristram steps back, slings his bow, uh, and realizes he isn't high enough level to have rapid shot, even though he wants it. Yep, mm-hmm. I know I know his pain. Kaelin would like another level and some more basic. I was aiming to give him rapid shot. Oh, that's right, I spent his feet on other things. Yep. Uh, and on a 12 plus 6 is 18, 19. He will hit it. Sweet. So I was extremely close. Yes. Mm-hmm. Certainly one way, one way to figure out its AC. <coughs> right, so as he fires at it, um, his bow has, has, has frost enchanted. So yes. as he fires, his arrow basically catches with this with this sort of light mist of frost and there's the tinge of coal in the air. Um, it strikes the hodag, actually sinks into its skin. The hodag howls and makes you know little whimpers of pain. And then the arrow just dissolves completely away into mist. Yep. As if it never was. Yep. Leaving only the wound mark to indicate it was ever there. Uh, dealing nine points of damage though. But he does injure it. Yes. And that's more than I've been able to do. I know, 10 points of damage, in fact. Oh, nice. Yes, that's right, because he composited it for his strength as oh, well. Oh, good stuff. Huh? Yes, he started with a really crappy short bow and then bought a better one because he spent all his starting money on bows. Yeah. Kaelin um, steps in. Mm-hmm. And takes one more swing. Ah, uh, there we are. 19, 20... Will hit. Stable. Yeah, the sword. Uh, it seems like it might melt for a moment and then just ignores the effect. Yeah. Which is a fantastic deal. Okay. Six. Yes, you are. Unfortunately, you know, negating its main ability. Yeah. Four, ten. Uh, Eleven points of um, adamantine great sword damage. 
story deck. Uh, it doesn't seem to have any sort of ability to resist this, however. No DR or fast healing or anything. Well, that's thoughtful, because it's um, certainly smacking Kaelin with this. The, the, the extent to which it's slapping Kaelin with those chokes. Tail slaps. I'm glad I can hurt it, too. Yeah, just a whole egg. I think you're dumb enough to have one more crack at this. Mm-hmm. It never tail slap you again. Yep. Uh, hits you with ease. Yep. Uh, that's actually damaging for eight. Ouch. Okay. Then strength checks. Yep. Go away. Uh, 28. Sorry. Exactly the same thing. Yep. And then, uh, get... then it will actually five foot step this way. Ah, fair enough. Blocking you off slightly uh, as, as it yanks the tail out. Uh, okay. Particularly, I suppose, yanking the tail out and then stepping, but Sama Sama. Yep. Um, 20. And that will once again hit. For 9 damage this time. Oof. Okay, yep. and. Starting to roll high numbers on his dice instead of low numbers. Yep, and Kaelin is certainly starting. He is not by any means out, but he is certainly starting to look slightly poorly. And it is Tristram. Okay. Uh, Tristan steps back. And makes a reflex save. He, trying to track it, steps back out of its range and... Ow! As he steps back and something on the wall stabs into him. As he fails his reflex save. And takes some damage. Can you now make me a spot check? <laughs> I don't see it. No, nor does Tristan. Yep. <laughs> yep. Something. You, you clearly see he sticks back into something that jabs, you know, stabs yep. into him and there's a little bit of blood. He's most of the yep. time. Okay. Um, and then he will fire on the yep. bag. Wee poof! It's not a good time to do that. Kaelin's uh, starting to look a bit poorly on it. All right, he will take one. More, he will take one more round. Um, mm-hmm. However, he is now going to circle for position. Yep, he is now going to step this way. Yep, as he begins to position himself to get back out of the fight. Yep, um, and he will take a swing at the hodag. It is bleeding moderately, but by no means falling down. Yeah, I... You always get trust in the pile as well. Yes, that's a very good point. Um, And I can use one of them to add a d6 to the roll. Yes, you can. Because I am one-off hitting it. Yep. Um, So... Much of a muchness. Uh, Leave trust in his nice charisma cards. Take the card of all the avalanche. Avalanche. Yep. So there's no merit in rolling the d6 because you're not power attacking it. So yeah. You hit it. Yes. Yes, it's quite difficult enough to hit without power attacking it. And then I will get better. I'm trying. What do you think I'm doing it in this hole for? 
Alright, so, um, six, because Tristram plus four, uh, ten points of damage. And I hope it looks bad, because I do. It's looking moderately badly off, not terribly. Yeah. Thank you, Tristram, that was worth getting that hit through. Um, and... It's Mr. Hoday again, isn't it? It is Mr. Hoday. Slap! Slap! Twenty. Damn it! What's wrong with rolling one lower? Huh? Uh, that's right, it's back to crap damage. Three damage again. Oh, that's a plus. Make me the entire strength check. It's got a work center roll out of it. Uh, Twenty-nine? <gasps> it might be today. Yes! That will actually slap you back. Because he only has to push you five feet this time. So, that away into the wall. Uh, yep, and then I guess... Uh, one this way. Uh, this, there? Yep, that's it. And can you make me a reflex save? So I get stabbed by whatever it is. Six. Okay. So, can you take another point of, single point of damage? Yep. <laughs> can you now roll me another spot check? <laughs> Six. Kalen, look out. It, what? It, the, the weapons around the walls, they've been stacked around the walls and bent and curved. And as he says this, you realise that what you have staggered back against is basically a long sword that has been bent at an odd at an odd angle and almost split in bits. So what what he's you can't actually see the other ones around the room, but it looks like the Hodags actually set up a bunch of weapons around the room in the walls. So when you get slapped back against here, you have stabbed yourself slightly on the thing, but then you appear to be entangled in it in some almost impossible. Like, the sword has gone through you and then kind of bent around you, so you're now stuck to the wall. Right. But yet, you're hideously strong and probably yep. just yank yourself off again. But but for the moment, you can't move. Okay. And that is Team Hodag. Okay, and it's Tristram. Yeah, as you pass out of its range, it can't yank... It, it yanks the tail back out automatically, yep. essentially. Yep. And Tristan uh, struggles to try and move. Uh, can he not shoot his bow from... Is he can, he, yeah. but he, he doesn't... If the thing wants him impaled to the wall, he doesn't particularly want to stay here. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. I'm just checking he's not using his standard for that. No. Uh, and yanks himself free with a heroic effort. Good stuff. Doesn't actually want to move. Yeah. He's quite happy standing there. Um, and takes a shot at it. And that one will hit. Oh, good stuff. Four, five. Uh, let's see. Four, five, six, seven. So the situational bonuses. Puts an arrow into it. Sweet. And that's him. Yep. You're up again. Yes. Uh, this is my strength check. Yeah. Too. So it's a move action to try and pull yourself off the wall, essentially. Yep, um, so... 25. Uh, that will not do it. Okay. You struggle and... <clears throat> Quite firmly attached. Yep. Hmm. You can poke it with your lance, because you can quick draw it out. Yes, that's a good point. Um, it will risk my lance. Yes, you can throw the greatsword at it, but... Not so tempting. Um... Or you can spend another move action and try and yank yourself off the wall. Yeah, actually, um, 
none of the above. Um, I will um, swap the great sword out for the. Uh, I can use the lance one-handed, can I? No, I can't. No, only well mount, only well mount, well mounted. That's fine. Um, I switch the lance out. I switch the great sword out for my flail yep. instantly. Um, so I have a weapon. Yep. It's not a reach weapon, but I have a weapon. With my other hand, I'm going to draw a potion of pure moderate. Yep. Which I'm just holding. Yep. Makes sense. And it's the hood egg. Uh, definitely not smart enough to take that one. Uh, fucks off to murder Tristan. Yep. I was kind of hoping it would. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want it to murder Tristan, but I am quite close to getting splurked here. Now I've got a wall between you. Um, it basically just puts its head down and goes smash into it on the yep. wall. That's going to ugly. And somehow, in, or somehow Tristan manages to twist to the side and it runs forward and crashes into the wall, oh, hitting whoa. the wrong section of wall and missing him entirely as it fumbles. Oh, good stuff, Tristan. Against a, a target that's entangled. Well, the, hoja- the Tristram isn't entangled. No, it's true. But entangled, but yes. Yeah. Like it's trying to drive him back into the wall, yeah. and it misses. On the other hand, Tristram now is has the traditional pickle of the archer in melee. Uh, and that is its turn. Yep. It hits the wall, hits its head, and goes... and shakes it out. Yep. The archer spellcaster in melee with the giant monster. Oh yeah, it have spells. <laughs> That's right, I'm a bard. Just remember, this is amazing options and... Yeah, you could summon an unseen servant to fix his hair. Useful. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I wouldn't object to some healing, but considering he's pinned to the wall by a hoedag, I'm thinking no. Tristan. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 this is bad, this is bad. Run, run away, run away! Yep, moves and provokes. Yep. And then um, it shoots it, by far his best option, I think. Uh, and the hot egg again flails at him with its tail as he goes. They're very thoughtful of it. Uh, then... He waves his arms in tones, casts invisibility, and disappears. Oh, good stuff, Tristram. And back to you. Yep. Um, Kalen will drink his potion of cure moderate. Yep. Uh, and hope Bokken was in an unusually non-crazy day. Seems to have been feeling good. Alright, so that's 10 plus 3. Uh, the fang berries are delicious. Uh, yeah, 28. There we are. It's a good, solid two thir- uh, half to two thirds of Kaelin's hit points, uh, as opposed to more like a third. And Kaelin will make a move action to try and pull himself off the wall. Yep. Uh, and fail again. He will switch weapons again to the last now that he's no longer holding the potion. So having thrown dropped the empty flask on the floor as they drew in Dragon Age. The Hodag looks around, sniffs the air, doesn't seem to have any method of actually tracking the Tristan. Yeah. And then turns and charges you. Yep. 
of stuff on the wall. Hit <laughs> miserable bastard. Yes, twenty. Yep. Four hits. Okay, so you take twelve points of damage as it mashes you into the stone wall. Yep, there goes my potion. Down to 16, yep. And it's worse. You are, are actually not free of the wall from this. Okay. Because you realise you come out with this sword stuck into you entirely. And then there's this hissing, burning thing inside where the sword that's sticking through you has now touched the hodag and is dis- appears to be dissolving into mist inside you. Ah. Can you make me a fortitude set? That sounds nasty. Uh, 14. Yeah. You don't feel terribly good. Um, and for a few moments it feels like your entire body is dissolving from the inside out, far greater than the, the sort of length and width of the blade through you. Uh, and can you take another 11 points of damage? Oh! Yep. Okay. Kalen is still standing, but he and looks horrible. The sword is just gone. Yeah. You are no longer pinned to the wall or anything. Yep. Yay, it got to do a special thing. Mm-hmm. I'm less enthusiastic. That's because I'm the GM. Alright, and then Tristan. Yep. Whatever his plan for... Oh, I see. <laughs> um, you feel something touch your shoulder for a moment, um, and there is a whispering in the air. Can you have 13 points of damage back again? That is considerably... Can't secure light wounds on you. That is considerably better. Alright, and Caitlin... Which, of course, doesn't breach his invisibility because it's not an attack spell. That was brilliant, yes. I commend, entirely commend his battle strategy. Caitlin looks less horrible. Okay, and then it is back to Team Horrible. Uh, yes, Team Horrible. Um, okay, so... Kaelin, having committed himself to the lance, is stuck. The flail. Ah, uh, I said the lance because I was thinking of stabbing it when it was further back. Right, I thought you had the flail and potion. Oh, did you switch the po- flail for the lance? I did switch the flail yeah, for okay. the lance. Which was a stupid decision, but I did say I'd hit it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Made sense at the time. Yeah. Uh, where would I have to stand to actually stab it with the lance? There, right? Oh, that is actually of um, some use to you, however. Uh, as it charges you, it provokes because it moves through your threatened area. Sweet. I hadn't gotten that you had the lance out, so yeah. as it mashes you to the wall, you take a stab back at it with your lance. And yes. Okay. Bang the lance you. out of the way. Yep, but thank you. Um, so I have to go to there to... Further, 10 foot reach. To stab it with the lance? Yes. Uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't be adjacent to a step. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's. Yes. No. 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 I thought the question was how far do I have to go before I don't provoke for changing weapons. Yeah. No. The um, I'll live with the lance, but I need to um, at least for now. But Tails actually, slap. yeah, because because I, I want to take a shot at it this round. So. Tail slap. Don't take no crap. Smack bounces off you. Sweet. About time it missed. All right, and then Caitlin will stab it with the lance. Where's your improved crit tail slap now? Uh, 20. Uh, yes. You stab 
Cool. And the lance is not made of adamantine. Uh, so it deals full damage first. Alright, so... I'll have to look things up. Yep. Uh, yeah, so now you have to find out the hardness of the uh, okay. work lance. Um, Alright, so... Plus... Uh, plus four, because I'm using it. Um, I'm using it. Yeah. Two-handed, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so it's 12. Um, plus one, 13 points of lance damage. The Hordag staggers away horribly, going <laughs> at you. Sweet. It is not down, but it is not. Um, not happy. Doing tremendously well. Now, oddly enough, I don't remember off the top of my head what page weapon hardnesses are on. I think it will actually help with its masterwork, but possibly not enough. Sorry, I have to look up where all the lance is made of. Sorry. <laughs> no problem, Dad. It's woodly monster abilities. is pretty much wooden. I would have expected it to be made of metal or at least tipped with metal. Yeah, yeah. It's it, purely in terms of what it's the majority of for the hardness thing. Right, yeah, and they're, and they're supposed to be light. Yeah, two, two-handed half-fit weapon is what I have it as. Yeah. So like a great axe, it's got a vulnerable bit at the end. Yeah. And then a heavy slapping bit at the yeah. bottom. Okay. Okay. Um, you jab it with your lance. The tip of the lance goes in and spears it. Hodag is impaled on it and wriggles horribly and hisses. Yep. Um, then as you pull the lance back out there is this strange hissing mist coming with it and the end of the lance just kind of dissolves off into mist Right. Uh, it is over half damaged it is still functional you are now at what is basically considered a broken weapon so it's minus 2 to hit minus 2 to damage with it right. it's still repairable at this stage though it's still a weapon cool uh, however, that's over half its hit points gone, so if that happens again, yeah, gotcha. no more lance functionally. Mm-hmm. At that point, what you're left with is a chunk of wood that you're holding on to. <laughs> yeah, and, and you have no idea where your lance went. Mm-hmm. It hasn't melted, there's no smoke or flame or anything like that, it doesn't fall to the floor, there's no ooze produced like there is with acid, it's just gone into the mist. Mm-hmm. And that is Team Kalen. Mm-hmm. It's now Team Hodag. Tempo can't see Tristan. So let's go tail slap Kaylin into a wall again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steps up on you. Slap saws you. Hit, hit again. <laughs> yep, for six damage. Let's just finish this and then I'll go and see Zoe. Mm-hmm. Opposed strength checks. No, Star Dag. Uh, I did roll poorly, that's a 24. Tick, tack, 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 t
Tink. Mm-hmm. Tink pulls back out. Misses you on the backlash. Oh, love it. It's Team Hodag. I'm just yep. going to get this silly. So back again. Hodag slaps you back another five feet. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. yanks his tail out, swings at you, misses. Uh, I'm clearly getting a little bit of the pill and getting big and heavy and strong. And I've got to say, I'm enjoying my um, invisible archer sidekick. Have another 11 hit points back. I'm really enjoying my invisible archer sidekick. Yeah, it is, of course, only so long he can actually do this. Yes, but um, then he can decloak and shoot it and shoot it. In the meantime, um, you know, he's keeping Kaelin functional. Right. I have to tell you, Tristan's master plan is that you will kill it before he runs out of spells. <laughs> well, he's certainly increasing the chances of that happening by um, regenerating the damage I'm taking to the Hodag each round. He has thus far prevented me from dying before he runs out of spells. Well, we're back to you? Yep. His Inspire Courage will run out in two rounds, incidentally. Good to know. Because um, he stopped the spellcast. Ah, yes. Um, so... Can Kaelin move round on an arc to changing weapons mid-trip? Mid yeah, I don't see why not. The free action is to change, so... So, so Kaelin will come out of its range. Yeah. Swap the lance for the greatsword and come back in, at which point he probably provokes anyway because. You're provoking for moving at that stage. Because of the reach. Yeah. Yeah, okay, alright. In that case, there's really no incentive to that round being fancy, so Kaelin will sw- step over and change weapons, provoking. Yep. Tail slap, baby, tail slap. 17. Sweet. And Kellen will roll poorly. Hmm. Is he happy with that as an outcome? He's not happy with that as an outcome. Can I get one more fake point from Tristram? No, my hero points! Thing on. <laughs> What's that? Just making Tristany noises. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Kellen crit threats it. Okay. That was a good hero point. Uh, but will fail 16, 17, 18 fail to confirm yeah, one. by one again yes but the point is he has hit go point of extra point of armour rolls very poor damage um, but fortunately he is Kalen so 8 points of damage it staggers horribly um, doesn't quite doesn't quite go down damn it Is the hood egg? Yep. Uh, it's best hot slapping action. Yep, slaps you. Yep. Hits you. Five damage. Yep. Pop a strength check. Ooh, strength! Kill and crit fumbles. 18. Sweet. Wang! Into the wall you go. Yeah. It will. It doesn't get to follow that with a tail slap, though. It just no. does the thing where it damages and entangles me. It will move up on you. And I might make my reflex save. It could happen. Uh, reflex save? Uh, 
Twelve. I don't, but I might. Can you take... Oh, that looks nasty. No, no, I'm, I'm rolling the D8 repeatedly instead of getting a D6 uh, out. Uh, can you take three points of damage? Yeah, feel better, and I'm entangled. And you are stuck again. Yep. But, you know, alive. I like to be alive. This one appears to be a spear thrust through your leg that's then split as it's come out. Yep. This thing has clearly got some kind of reality warping powers or something. And... It's Tristram. It is Tristram. He's going to shoot it, isn't he? Yes, yes. I'm glad he... looks horribly wounded. Yeah, I'm so Tristan suddenly appears and takes a shot at it. Yep. Whee! <laughs> uh, that he's going to hear a point and re-roll it. Well, he has used a lot of mine. I, I have used a lot of his. I could give him one of mine. No, that's all right. He's got hero points. Yeah. Yep. Rather than decline and crit fumble, he'll roll something else, unsurprisingly. Right, crit threat. Yeah, that's a bit more dramatic. I don't he think probably he probably doesn't want to spend his last no. hero point to control. It may, it may be enough damage anyway. Is the thing he does quite a bit with that magic weapon. It fails to confirm the crit, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Um, I acknowledge if we if it's still coughing on its last breath after it hits it, I'll be sad. But I really don't think six, it will be. Seven, eight, nine, and takes what looks like a fairly fatal shot right through the eye. Frost burns over it, then, of course, the arrow winks out of its eye entirely. And the creature staggers horribly, mortally wounded, and then rests itself back to its feet again. It's got die hard, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so maybe you should have taken the correct refer. Yeah, but he didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Kaelin endeavours to rest himself off the wall so he can stab the thing to death. Yep. Uh, 16 plus, uh, so 26, uh, 33. Fall down! Alright, 19, uh, 20. Yep. Death. Death. Yep, good. It's got three points left. Yep. And you basically come up under its jaw and drive the greatsword up into it. Um, And it gives this great noise. And then the cave is just suddenly thick with fog and mist everywhere. There is nothing on your sword. Um, And you hear Tristan the other side. Kaelin? Kaelin, are you alright? Uh, I think so, kid. I think it's dead, such as it were. It can, is there still a physical presence about you? Kaelin waves the air vaguely with yeah. his sword. It is, it is literally fog so thick you can cut through it with your sword. Mm-hmm. You can't see shit. You can't see the end of your sword at this point. Uh, doesn't seem to be anything solid around. Alright, well, 
Uh, I suggest we don't move for much about the cave, given the walls are spiked with weapons. Sounds like a plan. Let's just stay put a bit and see if the mist clears. And after about three, four minutes of this, um, the mist just kind of goes from monstrously, incredibly can't-see-your-own-feet thick to lighter, 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 gone. In space of about ten seconds. And you are in a dimly illuminated cave again, as Tristan's light source you can now see again. I forgot to ask, did I see a spear in its back? Uh, yes, actually, you did. Ah. It's now lying on the ground in front of you. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, stuck in basically the back, sort of, of what, you, what you could call like the back thigh shoulder blades, because it's a four-legged creature. Yeah. There was indeed a spear very solidly implanted in there. Cool. Alright. Tristan goes, oh, well, that was fascinating. Spiky. This is the word I would use. Caleb said Robert's kid is rubbing his various injuries. Did, did you notice it didn't have the big horns? It must be a female. Ah. Most of the stories I've had have them with big, huge horns on their head, but that one really just bashed you against its against the wall with just its skull plate. Good thing, too, really. It probably would have hurt more with the horns. Alright. That was some nice work, work with going invisible on the, um... Yes, well, I... On the, um, magic. You were clearly able to damage it. Good thing you had the foresight to get out of Mantine Greatsword. I, If you're going to spend money on anything... Weapons is the way to go. All books, I suppose, we would be would have been a right pickle without all that stuff you'd read up about on about Hobart X. Do you need any more? Do you need any more healing? Uh, if you've got a little one, I wouldn't say no. Have thirteen. Sweet. <laughs> that should pretty much take care it's of it. Very nicely on the rolling of these. Ah, uh, those those extra levels make such a difference to cure lights. Yeah, yeah. The adding plus five instead of plus one yeah, makes yeah. a big difference between I just poke you pointlessly to I actually remove some of your wounds. Yes, well, particularly in the context that um, the cure moderate potions are good in theory, but in practice, if you roll very low numbers on your d8s yeah. with the plus three, it can actually you'd be better off with a cure light vote. Someone who knows what they're doing. Okay, and the hard egg is dead. Sweet. At which point I believe we'll uh, investigate, investigate the piles of treasure that's left in its wake. Okay, so... With my advantage of my compatriot here, Mr. Searching Machine. When you investigate that spear behind you that was impaled through your leg, yeah. you saw it go through your leg, split into two pieces and bend back around your leg to restrain you to the wall. When you go over, it's just a spear. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's ever been... It, it is erected, basically, jammed into the mud and bracken at the bottom of the cave in such a fashion that it's pointing up, ready to impale someone thrust against it. Clearly deliberately placed yeah. in such a fashion. But there's nothing unusual or surreal about it at all. What about the sword that It's got? gone. There is nothing there but an imprint in the mud to right. indicate there was a weapon implanted there. Yeah, I figured it couldn't dissolve on my shoulder and still be intact. Um... So, 
Uh, trust him, I believe. Yep, can't fail the search check, so that's easy. Sweet. Could I have a sheet of refill, please? If you must. I don't have a current treasure list. Poor old Tristan. Why one hero point? Although, in all fairness, he did generate one for himself for this fight, so he's only pissed for short for ones he had going in. In the interest of peace for the fabulous mythical creature. I really have to um, take him on some of the missions where we find mythical creatures we don't have to kill. One of those. I'm thinking. Where was the last one of those? Middle Sand and the Nixie. Uh, the Dryad and the Nixie. In all fairness, he's gone back to meet the Marshalls. Yeah, that was, and that's what we did with Pearl Lavish as well. Okay. Um, so. But it would be a very different initial encounter with Pearl Lavish if I'd had um, Tristram along. You search around. Uh, you will actually find um, several bits of gear um, that you will um, probably be able to, that is sort of named and labelled and you'll be able to actually tag back to owners. Right, yep. Um, so several of the hunters that have gone missing over the last couple of seasons in in your kingdom, again, yep. their job is they periodically disappear and yep. die. Hunters, trappers, fishermen, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, have been eaten by this thing. Yeah. Um, there is a bunch of miscellaneous armour that's of no quality or worth recording. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, you will also actually find a few troll-sized bits of that kind of thing around. Yeah. But no troll bones or bodies. Ah. Because, um, as Tristan will rapidly point out, well, oh, that, that would be interesting. I mean, the trolls wouldn't die. It, it, it's not possessed of any abilities to bypass their regenerative capacities. Uh, on the other hand, I wouldn't think one lone troll that wasn't particularly mighty would be much of a match for it. How fascinating. It must have come down, stripped them, endeavoured to eat them. He turned slightly green. Then they would have recovered and climbed out when it wasn't here. Yeah. Well, beats not climbing out when it wasn't here, I suppose. I suppose... For myself, I'd rather not be eaten and then regrow my limbs. Aye, oh, there's a point to that. Um, of things that are actually of value to you. Yep. Um, you find a masterwork great axe. Cool. Um, magical stub of leather armor. Every other character I've had except for the wizards would be very glad to see it. But it's, um, too, it's too light for Caleb. Well, they'll come to that. He does his backup armor, but does he need magic backup armor? What is clearly stats the lumberjack's um, plus one keen spear. Right. Because you have been told what it does. Sweet. Um, many of the other weapons around here um, seem to be comparatively damaged, like there's bits of them sort of pitted and missing away, like what's happened to your lance. Yeah. The spear, however, seems perfectly fine. This ability to take damage from it hasn't um, gone through the magic, obviously. Spear's a reach weapon, but it doesn't do charging um, bonuses to charging damage like the lance, does it? No, we don't think so. Let me have a bit. Team spear. I quiver with spear. 
not funny in this way. A spear is a two-handed, simple melee weapon. It is not a reach weapon. You can throw it 20 feet. Right. Um, and you can set it against charges to deal extra damage. Right. Yeah. Which, like, Yeah. I, I've been playing D&D for a lot of years, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone set a weapon against a charge. Yeah, no. No, the, um, that, if it's not a reach weapon and it doesn't do extra charging damage, it probably doesn't have a lot of mm-hmm. spatial kills weaponless. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah. I just don't necessarily want to sell the guy's magic. I mean, he said I could keep it, which was nice, but I don't necessarily want to sell it. Uh, he, he, you could keep it as long as you told everyone that he'd thrown it into a hodag. Yeah, I was planning to go back to his hut and tell his buddy. I'm happy to tell everybody else, but I'm thinking his buddy is the one he principally wants to tell. Um, okay, so... Um, and the other thing you will find that is of value is poking around... Um, Tristan says, oh, what's over here? Um, and you will actually... No, you won't. Um, Tristan goes over and sees like a little bit of bark and bramble and branches and all that. And, you know, oh, oh my, oh, oh, that's... Oh, hmm. Caleb's definitely going to be over there peering over your shoulder by this point. Um, it looks like an egg. Um, relatively large, the size of a basketball style of thing. Um, and it is giving off a faint mist. He says, "Oh my! Oh dear! Oh, that's that's a hodag egg." Yep. Oh well, that's hmm. Well, they'd they'd, they'd be quite valuable. It'd be quite valuable if you could find the right person. I, I mean, they're Functionally, they're intelligent creatures. They can be raised and trained like griffins or manticores or pegasi. Really? Well... Not to eat their riders? Well, well, it's vastly easier if you start training them from birth instead of when they're all full-grown. I suppose so. I mean, manticores in the wild aren't all that cuddly, I suppose. I'm sure someone, someone would be interested in buying it. Or we could raise it ourselves. Of course, it does take a highly skilled trainer to actually um, accomplish such a thing. But, but you can you can ride, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a horse. I'm really good with horses. Cuts your handle animal, careful. <laughs> it's actually really good. But you know what the nice thing about horses is? They don't eat your yeah, arms. What's your definition of really good? Uh, it's six. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. You, you realise yeah. it's not a class skill. Tristan doesn't think you're going to be able to train a hodag. Yeah. Caelan doesn't think you're going to be able to train a hodag. I, yeah. I'll, um... I'll tell you what. We'll pack it We'll pack it nicely and take it with us. Uh, and uh, we'll see if someone's got the, um... For that matter, if someone in the kingdom feels they've got the stones to train it, I'm alright with it as long as they're careful. But it ain't going to be me. I'm pretty confident... Uh, the extent of my training is I could probably not be, I could probably stop it from eating me but uh, so I could do that right now Tristan is, is super excited about this hodag egg and starts rattling off a bunch of exposition yep. about it essentially yep um, that basically um, they are born 
like many creatures of the wild, they are born quite capable from a almost from birth. Yeah. Uh, it's quite capable of hunting. It would presumably be very easy to beat and kill at a young age, but killing it would just dissolve it into mist and it would go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but they don't require any 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 sort of mothering from what he's what he understands. Yeah. Hodags are born very few and far between. Yeah. And then they just um, it grow on their own, like their mother just once they're born, that's it. Yeah. That's that's the end of the relationship. So it doesn't require its mother in any fashion. You could raise it for your for your um, self or your kingdom or whatever, or you could sell it essentially. Yep. Or you could destroy it. Yeah, I'm not going to destroy it. Uh, which which Tristan is is really unsure about whether it would um Form actually kill the Hodag or yeah. just dissipate. Yeah. His 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 guess is that would probably kill it, but yeah. he doesn't know. Yeah, no, he has no, no reports to work off. The fact that you can theoretically train it is um, good enough, particularly with the injunction of if it starts making trouble for the kingdom because we fail to train it, we can kill it then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's horrifically dangerous by the time it becomes a full-grown adult thing, but it, so is a trained griffin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more dangerous than a trained griffin, but there's plenty of nuts sort of things people write yeah. in the D&D universe. yes. yes. Anything but um, people are perfectly happy to write things that ignore off their arm as soon as you look at them. Okay. And that is that. Yes. So, yes, we liberate our Hodag stuff and our Hodag, and then it's just a question of how we get back out of the hole. Yep. Um, however, this is not. Um, uh, astonishingly difficult. You actually have ranks in climb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a ring of feather fall. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you fail and fall off. True. Um, at which point you basically take your plate off. Yeah. Climb out. Put a rope down for Tristan and haul his ass out. It's not yeah. a deep, deep cave. You're only talking yeah. like 30, 40 feet down. Yeah. So you've comfortably got enough rope. So it's it's a pain in the ass to get yeah. out, and it's a half hour process to get all of your gear and everything else back out of the cave but it's quite doable yeah. I'm not saying I didn't think that through kid but it did occur to me once we were down in the hole with that thing rushing at us but um, if we didn't win we didn't have a way back out of the hole well not technically no but um, in all fairness there was every possibility it would have been willing to negotiate true but I need to think more about the exit strategies for these things. I'm used to the assumption that we can just ride away, but a bit more difficult when you're 200 feet down. Oh, the cliff. <laughs> yes, well, um, the, um, I could actually probably climb out and play, but it'd be more of a problem for Tristan. Mm-hmm. I certainly couldn't definitely climb out and play. Not to mention there's the whole hodag thing, at least in the first while. It's not like you climb super fast. <laughs> Okay. But fortunately we could take it so we didn't have to have that um, no exit strategy conversation. What time is it? Uh, it's just coming up on 9.30. Alright. I believe I would like to leave a bit of it. Okay. Um, um, if you want a bit that's only going to last um, a short while longer 
uh, I can tell you about hodag eggs. Yep. What they... This is, you know, what you'll find out later, essentially. Yep. But I presume that Tristan is kind of going to pack the egg up very gently and carry it around like a mother hen at this yep. point. Um, so when you take it back to the, the city and actually poke around, investigate, and et cetera, et cetera, um, there are a bunch of different things you could do. You could sell it, um, at which point it would... Assuming you were prepared to explore all these options, yeah, um, you could sell it. At which point, you can find interested bidders who will take up to who will bid up to ten thousand gold for it. Wow! It's a, a mythical creature. Yeah. Um, you could you could have it raised. You do literally do not possess the level of skill necessary to raise it. Yeah. You, not, you you need to be an expert expert animal handler. Yeah, and I'm certainly not that. Um, you could hire one on, yeah. at which point you look around for your various options, um, and for 12,000 gold, you can find someone who will raise it for you. Oh, okay. Um, which will take about a year, and, and after about a year you'll have a full-grown hodag. Yeah. Um, that will be trained for, depending on what you want to do with it, uh, you can turn it into a personal mount. Yeah. You, know, you ride it like a horse, etc., etc., um, or you can turn it into a kingdom improvement. Yeah. You you literally install it in a city and build a kingdom, build a hodag den building there and teach it to defend your city. That is actually quite awesome, but that is a lot of money. But you, you can't really do both in the same way that you can't take Kaelin um, yep. out with an army to solve all your adventuring problems. Yeah. You could, of course, pay the um, uh, trainer out of build points. Yes. If you're installing it as a kingdom building, then you don't have to worry about the... the it's not you taking money out for your personal use. Yes. At uh, which point it will cost you more build points, because you'll also have to build a special hodag yeah. building for it. Yeah. But would I need to do that then, or would I need to do it in a year's time when it's actually big enough to do it? So uh, no, no, pretty much then, because... Um, the the, the trainer needs somewhere to put it. Yeah, and teach it, and raise it, etc., etc. So that's three points for the trainer, plus um, an extra number of points for the Hodag building? Yeah, correct. How much out of interest? Uh, look at my... A stable, but with a bit extra... Well, es- essentially what you'd be building is like a, um, somewhere between a stable and a jail. Yeah. Because it's actually designed for the thing to not break out of. Yeah. Until you actually release it. Um, release the hodag. However, it's, it's only designed to hold one hodag. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, you are looking at another three build points. So that is basically. Three to have it um, trained. Three to have it trained, and twelve thousand, and six to have it um, turned into a city building. So right. Yeah. Trained and installed. Yeah. So options. Yes. If you want to know what a hodag building, what a hodag den in your city does for you, you'll yeah. have to build it and find out. Yeah, but I wouldn't find out right away, presumably, because it's a year until the hodag goes. Yeah, true. But 
if you want it trained in, as an um, as a city building, it's a lot easier because it starts doing things fairly rapidly. Whereas um, be, because the building is built and the trainer actually starts doing things, and they right. Do things. Oh, okay, Whereas cool. if you want to take it out for a personal mount, then it's a lot harder because you you need to have it a hundred percent fully trained before right, we yeah. can take it out. To risk its life and yeah. So the theory is, as a city building, if people come to attack, the trainer can kind of point the whole day in the general direction of the enemy, half trained and hope pretty, for the best. Pretty much, yeah. Whereas, as a personal note, you kind of want the um, the whole day gets hungry on the first night, tries to eat. Yeah, well, it's, it's like after a month, it's probably grown enough that you could actually ride it by virtue of making constant handle animal checks to make it do anything. Yeah. So yes, stuff and options. Mm-hmm. All right. So, shall we leave it there? You interested? Um, there is one thing I'd like to do, which I'll just jump ahead to, and then we can jump back. Yep. Is um, go see the um, odd couple fishermen, and um, uh, and Alvin, and tell them about the whole day. Alright, So. You head back up to Arvin's fishing cart, um, and as you you sort of knock at the door, um, Arvin comes to answer it, opening it mid sentence through. Dang it, Stas! I ain't gonna tell you again. You didn't see no, and opens the door to you. Ho day, ho there. Hey, mind if we come in? Well, you're always welcome. You're always welcome in here. Any man, any man, man enough to kill old Crackjaw is most most welcome to come on in and buy the spell. <laughs> so, well, come in. And start. I presume you're carrying his spear yeah. somewhat prominently. Yeah. So Star says, "Ah, there, you see, I told you, Arvin, I have my spear. You know, I I threw it in a hoday. Uh, I don't know about that. It's um, believe it or not, it's true." I will open the ca- get Tristram to dig out the case and open the lid. How dare you? Yeah, Arvin sort of looks at it. I think y'all might have been drinking. That that that's a big weird egg, but but ain't no hodag gonna fit in there. Stas Stas said this thing was huge. It was pretty big. It had teeth like. And Kellen will tell the story of the battle. Yep. Um, and sure enough, this thing was poking out of its scale. I'm not even certain I entirely believed you, but it, you you got a damn good head off on the thing. Must be, and you were lucky at being a magic sphere and that, that it was someone tact to tell the tale. Of course, he only got one head yeah. off on it, so he yeah. got one backlash. Yeah. Um, and Arvin listens to this tale at length and finally gets convinced from leaving and says, Well, Dang it, if that ain't the catfish's whiskers. There really was such a thing as a hodag. So what you got in there? It's a little hodag baby thing. Uh, bad news, says Stas. You, you, should st- you, should, you should stab it while it's young. They get big and awfully fierce. It's all right, we've got a plan. Well... I told you there was a hodag, and I assume you're going to tell everyone far and wide that you killed a hodag. I'd certainly be ha- certainly happy to let people know that we killed a hodag, and I'd be happy to let, you, let people know that you got the first hit on it. And Stas sort of reached over and cuffs Arvin across the back of the head lightly, yeah. 
And he says, there, you see, the king is going to tell people that I fought a hodag and survived. And he turns to you and says, I'm, it, it's very gratifying to know that I'm not crazy, no matter what some people tell me every day. And Arvin sort of raises his hand and says, now, I, I said you were crazy. I didn't say it was because you thought you saw a hodag. <laughs> Um, him and Stas bicker slightly and then Stas turns to you and he says ah well majesty I am very happy very grateful for your assistance uh, he, he says this is um, you, you are most welcome to keep this as your prize of battle for slaying the Hordag thank you very kindly it's a nice, this is a nice weapon Or if you have no, if if you have no use of it, for you have many fine weapons of your own. He looks at it, I will, I will offer you a part. I, I can offer you a part of its. I can offer you a part of its value in gold instead. Gladly, the um, and yeah, I'll take whatever he thinks is a fair trade in that regard because yeah. it's technically his weapon to begin with. So yeah, uh, uh, basically, he is more than happy to. Um, essentially um, buy it off you style of thing. Yeah. Um, he, he says he can only give you half of the market value for it. Which is the traditional yep. amount. Yep. So effectively I sell it back yeah, to him. Yeah, you sell it as treasure, but you sell it back to him. Yep, that works. Yes, well presumably it's cheaper for him than buying a new one. Yes, correct. And um, it wasn't like he was going to um, successfully obtain it off the Hogan again. So, nope, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a, it, if it was a nice... Um, so yes, that's what we do on our way back. We're obviously we may not be going back just yet, but I yep. figured um, it's a relatively yeah, it's it, it's a more interesting. It's the scene. end of quest scene, so there's no point in um. It, it's more interesting scene after we kill the hodag than um, next session after we go talk to quicklings and things. Uh, so yes, you have now hit the point. You have done enough hexes and side quests to level. Yes. So as you climb out of the hodag layer. It presents Stas's fear. There's a small ding noise. I have done enough for my mellow path. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Which will be very welcome news for the NPCs as they can go less into debt. Yeah, well. <laughs> we can't let them down. Get enough treasure to pay back your massive debt to the party and not buy anything. So, there we are. Ding noise. Yay! So yes, uh, I figure I will level at the start of Nick. Hello, talk for quick links. Well, that means. So yeah, I figure you can either um level now, um level um at the start of the next session, or we can do a um you know like between sessions some evening and level people. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Sounds good.